Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, and welcome back to our Undersea Adventure. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. Undersea? Oh, Under I'm John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Under I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. Darlene, it's better. Down where it's better. Stop it. Under the sea. <laughs> I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have a deep fear when they make that live action. I was oh, waiting yeah. for a pause and Tony's voice to come for this. Yeah. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe I'll listen to our podcast. Give these films a second chance. Today's pick. On the podcast. Is the Lane's pick. The Meg. Dog trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant to hit this button. <laughs> No, no, it's not. I really, I was really hoping you had ha- got a soundbite of Jonathan Sta- of Jason, Jason Statham saying, "It's a megalodon." <laughs> I still don't know how the fuck does he know that? Yeah. He's done some research. He's a big shock. No, he it doesn't was, sound as cool. You know? He gets drunk and googles things. It's <laughs> a Loch Ness monster. Okay. That dude wrote a book. It's about the, the fucking Kraken. The guy who wrote this book. Yeah. He wrote, there's like seven Meg books, and then he did like the Loch Ness Monster. I was like, I gotta read that. Was it any good? The first Meg book's not bad, but I didn't read anything after that. I was like, I have had enough. Is it better than the movie? The opening is, because I get pissed, I think I've already talked about it. I get pissed because there's a big T-Rex fight in the beginning. Oh, this this movie would have been a lot better with the T-Rex. Yep. Everything's better with the T-Rex. That's true. Except for... Even Toy Story. What is it, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? (laughs) Which you didn't think was better, even though there was a T-Rex. That movie is. That movie is. Wait, I got it. I got it. Hold on. Dog trash. Oh. <laughs> That's being too kind to that movie. Although me and Cross still really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not gonna lie. And I sat there like I paid money for it. Ten out of ten would watch again. Um, <clears throat> so the Meg, it got a five point seven out of ten with a forty six Metacritic score on IMDb. It got a forty four percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes with a forty six thometer, which I thought was was low. This morning he goes, how is Elaine doing this this movie? movie? No. And I'm like, it has a, I looked it up because I was reading Mm -hmm. on my phone. Yeah, it didn't. And I was like, it has like a 40-something percent. He goes, critics? And I was like, no, audience is 40-something too. He's like, what? Like everybody (laughs) I heard on YouTube and all the people were like, we like this movie. Like it's not, you expect everyone to go, oh my God. But everyone's like, no, it was fun. I liked it's it. It's fun. But I didn't think, I didn't think, it, I thought it'd be like 60, 70, you know. No. Apparently people did not enjoy it. It had a budget of 130 million. Okay. In the U.S., it made 143 million. Ooh. Oh. But worldwide, it made 500 million. So one would say it was, uh, it did all right. Yeah. Damn. It was an international so success. Uh, yes. Well, do you know why? Because when you watch the movie, but, does it look like it was geared towards Americans? I don't think so. No. So this one. So they were going for China, and I think they succeeded. This one. So watch two, out for Meg 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> this won two awards. Two? Oh, good. At the Chinese American Film Festival. Hmm. It won Best Actress for Bing Bing Ling, who played um, Su Yin. The Jaeger Fighter. And then it won Best U.S. China Co production. 
So that was, that was a category Who won last year? the American Chinese Film Festival. I mean, it's the American Chinese yeah. Film Festival. But of course that's a category. I I want to know what past winners are now. Well, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the Transformers, great, maybe Transformers 2. Transformers, Transformers to Great Wall. I, I love these Chinese-American co-productions, by the way, because I love fun action movies. Well, they do have the touch. And that's the kind <laughs> they that have they have. the power. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's right. Dead air in the podcast. Are you finished? <laughs> no, probably not. But go ahead. But I like these because I like this type of movies. Um, it also was nominated for a 2019 Razzie, which I didn't what? know they still did. <laughs> but it was nominated for Worst Remake Slash Ripoff. Did not win. Did but, not check uh, to see Jaws? who did. But, but what? yeah, what is it? It's a ripoff of Jaws, of Jaws. People oh. think that it's a ripoff of Jaws, which... It kind of is. Or Deep Blue Sea, which what, it's like also you can not. never make a it's movie about a shark sea. again yeah. because it would be a ripoff of Jaws? Is that what you're saying? Which a lot of people said it was the best shark movie since Jaws. Oh, I don't know. They need to go give uh, Deep Blue Sea a rewatch. Well, people don't <laughs> like Deep Blue Sea. We've done it on the podcast. LL Cool J. I know. It smells oh, like a shark fin. <laughs> after we watched it, I played that song for Erin. And, no. <laughs> and about, I don't know, 40 seconds in, she goes, you can turn it off at any time. I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you need to enjoy all of the LL Cool J Head is Like a Shark's Fin. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and read my reviews. Uh-oh. Because well, since we're, we're talking about how people didn't really appreciate this. Mm-hmm. So, um, Hamper Snow 28905. Gives it a 1 out of 10. Wow. And says, I made it through about 12 minutes and turned it off. Whoa! Then you all don't count. Yeah, you all the bad reviews are spot on. It's not so bad, it's funny. It's so bad, it's unbearable. I rarely tune, turn a movie off. But I felt as if my brain were turning to goo just watching this. Nah. You only watched 12 returning minutes to goo? of it. All right, well, you, first you of all, are not <laughs> the person I know qualified to give it yeah. a review. But, you didn't even get to the shark. <laughs> but most of the right. reviews were like this one, which was also 1 out of 10, that says garbage. And it says, this is a very, 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 very bad movie. Don't waste your time and money. Mm-hmm. Most of the bad reviews are like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In contrast to my 1 out of 10, mm-hmm. this is my 10 out of 10. This is by F-56134. Also, Elaine's a- alias. Is this an AI? <laughs> no, listen. This is their 10 out of 10 review. Pippin is so cute. I really love him. He's adorable. He had a pink bow in his hair and was making cute puppy sounds. Wow. He's the best. Pippin. That's Seriously? The fucking review of that dog. Oh the best review she can find. Hold no. up. Stop. Let's just stop for a second. The best review you could find was about Pippin. I just no, it's not. I found lots of really great <laughs> reviews. People really like people either said this is a travesty and it has a terrible script and it was boring, it was not funny, it was garbage. Tony shaking his head. That's silly, man. Or they said this is a great fun advent shark adventure. Yeah. So, but I just thought those reviews were oh really funny. Oh my god! When we saw Pippin, I was like, "Oh, I forgot about this stupid ass I dog just that think hates it's life." So funny. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it ten out of ten reviews. You know, I never thought that dog was in any danger. And I, you ever think of megalodon and how small man. a fucking that dog is? All right. So, what did you think going in, John? Um, I really don't want to say. I'll have Will take this one. Dog trash. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think going in, Tony? I was like, uh, I liked this movie when we watched it in the theater, so I haven't seen it since. So let's watch it again, see what, if it holds up. Carly? A year later. Uh, well, <laughs> in case you guys don't know, listeners, we all saw this together in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> Lane wanted to see it real bad. And I had a, 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 this scary thought, Elaine's going to pick this for the podcast. <laughs> and Tony and I both hadn't seen it since. And I really was like, I don't, I, like, I remember what happened, but I don't remember much about this movie. 
So let's give it another watch. And as we were watching it, I remembered a lot about this movie. I just needed to start watching it to trigger all of it. <laughs> but at first I was like, oh, I forgot that guy was in it. And Tori's like, how did you forget? I think it was Jason Statham. <laughs> wow. She just thought it was a short film. Like, as soon as we started, then it head. all clicked. And I was like, oh, no, I remember this movie. <laughs> That's funny. This is probably, it's I think, I watched it this morning for what has to be, I think, the fifth time. So I've, that's totally it. All right. So well, this was, was... It was a little ominous because uh, we went, I went and got it from Redbox. And it was like, this movie costs $1.99 to rent. Or you can buy it for 5 yeah. <laughs> Did like, you buy it? He goes, the Redbox nah, told me I could keep it if I gave him 5 bucks. Why don't you some... just take our copy? We have a digital copy and the hard copy. That's well, true. We, just, we didn't think about it. Dude, I sh- you would I would have if we didn't own this I would have been like we're buying it for five bucks. <laughs> well, I'll just go buy a copy copy, not some dirty ass copy from some red box. <laughs> dirty <laughs> ass red box copy. Don't even get people a case been, with that. People been licking on it. Have you? Ever, what do you do with red box movies? We lick them. You don't lick your red box movies? No. I know they're not clean. Oh my god, that's so icky. That is so icky. All right, so this movie was directed by John Turtletaub. Welcome back to the podcast. He also directed The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I knew that name was familiar. Soon as I said it, (laughs) along with, of course, National Treasure, While You Were Sleeping, and Cool Runnings. I really like that. All movies that you you think in going are you go in thinking they're gonna suck. But they're actually sometimes you're right. (laughs) So this was this had three writers credited. Two of them are brothers, John and Eric Hober, and they also wrote screenplays for Battleship (laughs) and Red. I don't think you want to claim any. And then (laughs) Dean Georgarius. Georgarius. I do. We really should, you know, work on pronunciation. (laughs) Dean G. He also wrote the screenplay for the Manchurian. Karen and eight remake. The first one? No, the no, remake with Denzel. Nice. That one's like, it's like Frank that came out. And, yeah, that came out in the 60s. <laughs> and Paycheck. That, oh, with um, Mel Gibson? No, it's No, Affleck. that's the Affleck one. Affleck and the guy, I can't remember and his name. And Uma Thurman. The guy who played Two-Face in the new Batman. Aaron Eckhart? Yes, him. Welcome back to the podcast. This, even though he's not in this. <laughs> Paycheck is a well, movie where he builds a time, uh, machine that sees into the future. Oh, I never saw that. It's, I find it enjoyable. It's but right it, there. Take it, it with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it is. There you go. Just give it a watch. It's kind of fun. Maybe I'll do it on the podcast. We have a bunch of movies in this room just hanging out. And <laughs> it's within on, arm's reach. And on top of the stack, <laughs> and on top of the stack was Paycheck. <laughs> all right, so this stars Jason Statham as Jonas, who we all loved in The Expendables, The Italian Job, The Transporter. Welcome back to the podcast, maybe. have we? He hasn't... We haven't no. done a Jason Statham. Not yet. We haven't. That's no amazing. handsome Rob. No, <laughs> that's amazing. You haven't picked the Italian job yet, which you should, because that movie is great. I don't think it's underappreciated. Yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> then Bing Bing Ling, who plays Su Yin, and she was in Transformers: The Age of Extinction. That one was. Tony said she isn't was. Isn't she the in... one from um, Pacific Rim? Uh, Look down at your notes. No, I didn't write it down. I didn't see that oh, in I her. That was her. It might be her. I I started to scroll through, but so many like she's a very famous um, actress China in China and in Indonesia. So like <laughs> I scrolled through to see if there was anything that caught my eye, but it's just all stuff I've never heard of. But there was a lot of it. Okay. Same with Winston Chow. He plays Zhang, her dad. He has seventy four acting credits. And most of them were things you can't pronounce. They're you know all like, he's he's famous time when he's actor. He just 
he's in every fucking thing. Some of them look really good, but what about there's um, stuff I've never heard. And also, big actress Ruby Rose is in this. We're not, <laughs> we're not there yet. Who's in everything? We're right not now. there yet. Stop talking. <laughs> then it stars um, Rain Wilson as Morris. White Troop. He was in the office, but I but he was also in another short-lived sitcom called Backstrom, which was kind of a police procedural where he played a, a homicide detective. It was not good. It was fantastic. <laughs> and the guy that plays DJ, um, Paige Kennedy, was also in Backstrom, which is probably how he got this job, although he is a welcome back to the podcast because he was in SWAT. Uh, he was uh, Gamble's... Uh, Ble- uh, like thug dude. And you know who else was was in that? It was LL Cool J. It's uh, totally not the girl from Pacific Rim. I'm sorry, I'm racist. <laughs> okay. Glad we cleared that up. Work on that. All I'm right, trying. so then we have Cliff Curtis who Damn, plays Mac. Me down. He was in um, The Last Airbender. He was also in <laughs> Live Free, Die Hard. That was not good either. He was also in Training Day. <laughs> there you go. And Blow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who good movie. This? Uh, the Mac. The, oh, okay. That guy did look familiar. I have seen Blow. He's from um, New Zealand and is of Maori descent. Native Maori descent. He's kind of, seems like. And he's been in a lot of Australian films. He was in Focus with, um. Um, let's Will see. Smith who else Margot do we Rogan. have? We have Olafur Dari Olafson, welcome, who plays The Wall, which is a dumbass name. Yeah. Is, but he is welcome back to the podcast because he was one of the evil witches in The Last Witch Hunter. Oh. Then we have... Don't you remember. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> Masioka, who plays Toshi, and he was in Heroes. Hero! Um, we have Jessica McNamee, who played Lori, and she was in The Vow. Talk about a reboot that just went to shit, huh? Heroes, that second time they came around? Uh, and then that we sucked. have... <laughs> I only watched the first Finally season. rounding out the cast is Robert Taylor, who plays Heller, and he was in... Kong Skull Island. Well, yeah, Longmire. He was Longmire, and that show's fantastic. But he was also in Kong Skunk Skull Skunk Kong Skull Island and Vertical Limit, which is a really good movie about rock climbing. What was um, um, Chris O'Donnell? Glacier climbing. Um, No, that was Terminal. No, no. I don't know. It's the one. It has the girl. It has. It it has a chick. Wasn't Cliffhanger because that was no. no. It was Chris O'Donnell. And I just said, was it Chris O'Donnell? And a fucking a girl, and he. Chris and a, o- <laughs> no, Chris O'Donnell gets lost, and she's his sister, and she goes to find him. It's all the same plot. Yeah. <laughs> the, and then there was this character named Jax, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> Jax. That's Ruby. Rose. That's Ruby Rose from John actress. Wick Two. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who's <laughs> why you the one she modeled like her hair her. after for today? Oh. She has short I hair. And the acting chops of Shannon Sossaman. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, speaking of Ruby Rose, Shots fired. that woman is premiering next, I think, in March. No one's going to watch that because she's terrible. That woman. Or everybody's going to watch that because they think she's great, but she's actually a fucking terrible actress. So as Arrow is ending, this is that's going to be the replacement. Mm. They're going to go with Batwoman over Oliver Queen. I just feel like everybody always talks about how great she is because she's a lesbian, not how great she is because she's an actress. I don't know. I thought she had a lot of really interesting well, no, things she's saying John Wick, too. She's bisexual. Whatever. She's Because terrible. they were mad because she could... How could she play gay if she's bisexual? And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not involved in this, so... You know what? She can't. You know what? Because she can't act her way out of a paper bag. <laughs> hey, look. A good actor can get away with everything. <laughs> Freddie Mercury sang about fat bottom girls and no one questioned it. In a band called Queen. 
And no one thought, none of the wiser. He was the prince of the universe. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> okay, but so. But he wants to live forever, Tony. Nah, so this movie starts. <clears throat> we got the WB, the Warner Brothers logo going underwater. No dancing frog, though. I know. Yeah. This would have been a good time for a dancing frog because it's a water movie. <laughs> and we stay underwater with the water sounds. <laughs> Stop for the fairy touch. And the and the atmospheric mood music. And we are on a deep sea rescue mission in the Philippine Trench. And uh we see like a nuclear sub or a some sort of it doesn't matter. Submarine. Military submarine. <laughs> it's just a submarine. And then we see a tinier sub attached to the top of it. We see men in suits come on board. And this guy takes his hood off, and oh my goodness, it's Jason Statham. <laughs> Jonas. Handsome Rob. He asks for a status update, and the other two members of his rescue team tell him that they've got um, nine survivors so far. And you don't get to see them because they're not important. No. Well, you see them a little bit. You see the back of their heads. <laughs> you see them a little bit. It's like, that's code for they're about to bite it. <laughs> and as they're talking, Jonas finds another survivor. And then he's like, all right, get everybody back to the sub. And then something fucking hits it. And the whole thing kind of goes, you know. Friends, I really wish you could watch Elaine do these because she's so animated. <laughs> she's moving things around. It's like, wonderful. It's and like I'm there. <laughs> you can hear the sound of something moving through the water, which I don't know that you actually could on a sub. I wonder how well you can hear the underwater Ask ben. sounds. Ben, ben on subs. Ben. Do you know how well you can hear the outside sounds? Although, has he ever been on a sub that didn't have the engines going? I'm sure at some point. I don't know. Well, I've been on a sub, but it was just kind of sitting there, so it doesn't want to count. I played Battleship and sank a sub. I also like to eat sub sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) As Jonas looks at the side of the hull, something fucking crushes it. Looks like something took a bite. No. Which is scary. So he says, he's <laughs> like, get back to the rescue vehicle now, now, now. But, so he gets back with his guy. He says, it's a megalodon. It's a and s- as he's <laughs> on the rescue sub, getting everything ready to go, his team call him, and they're like, we're trapped. It's, oh. a, it's a C-Rex. It's a C-Rex. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all the week. Uh. <laughs> Tony really wanted to get that out, and Lane was talking. He's, he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. C-Rex. Yes. <laughs> I know so, my favorite character is. They tell Jonas that he, that they're trapped and he ha- and to come back and get them. And then they say that, and he starts to get ready to go. And they tell him that the hull is co- that the sub's collapsing, and that the hull has been breached. And he looks, he's at the hatch, and he looks like he's gonna go down, but then he fucking closes the hatch instead and locks it. Now, peace ha- out, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Heller tries to stop and is like, what are you doing? Go back for them. Go back for them. And he throws him off and says, if we, if we go back, we all die. And then he detaches from the rescue vehicle just as the larger sub explodes. It explodes. Because in the movies, implodes. it always happens. You know, like, it's not like they get off and then it explodes, or they're on the way and it explodes. So it's no, you get there and you have to leave within like a second, then it explodes. Yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? Well, I would say I mean, their timing is shit in movies. <laughs> I would say with a submarine though, once the hull's been breached, 
if it, there's not equal pressure, shit collapses, which could cause something to explode. No, I don't think so. It depends on how deep you are, but it would just crush it like a tin They're can. They're under 10,000 feet. So it would crush it like a tin can. But if it crushed something in the engine room or in the munitions room the wrong way and caused a spark, it might cause because something to explode. Bombs don't work that way. But either we way, don't know what would happen. It just went, <laughs> wait, it became nope, nope, a symbol. Nope. You're going to die. <laughs> what happens to a bomb when it exposed to extreme pressures and crushing? Uh, could smother it and not do anything. What happens to a bomb? <laughs> Tell me your scientific knowledge of know. bombs. You don't fucking know, so it could happen. <laughs> Stop pretending. Oh, goodness. I just said I don't know. You're the one who <laughs> Don't rain on my parade. You're the one with all the conviction. You're the one because that's you, trying to say that there's movie. no possible the way that it could happen. Well, of course I'm No, no, I didn't say the there's no possible way it happened. Go back and listen to what I said. I said, This is a movie in which, a world in which there's a live megalodon. This isn't real. <laughs> I said, why is it in all movies that they always get away just in time? And I said, Because they have to have the... Suspense. The suspense and the tension. And, and the then the lane <laughs> went over to the left field and, and was I, like, how do you know what happens to bombs when they get crushed? And I'm saying in this ex- instance with the sub, that might be what actually happens. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad. Dude, you're scientific. I know cars don't explode just because they flip over, but we don't know about what happens really, with subs if they're crushed. What's important here is Jason Statham didn't look back. Do you know why? Tony knows. Because there's, there's no windows in that rescue sub. <laughs> We're in, it's five years later and we're in Shanghai, China. We see a helicopter that flies out to sea to Mana One, a research facility 200 miles off the coast of China. Anybody else notice that it said Mana One in the left corner and in, on the actual Mana One, it was in big red letters that said Mana One? <laughs> it's a bit redundant for me, but I was like, cool. All right. So we see Morris, our rich white money man. He gets off the helicopter. With his Nikes. <laughs> yeah. And he's greeted by Zhang, our chief of staff, or our head of the research facility. Mm-hmm. And Morse is very excited to be there. He gets introduced to Su Yin, Zhang's daughter, and their chief marine biologist. And Su Yin's daughter, Mei Ying. I think I might not be pronouncing these properly because I'm not Chinese. What? Just this little Wait, kebab. What? <laughs> Um, Tony, no, I didn't work. know that. <laughs> I know, shocking. They get in the elevator. It's really dingy, and it looks like it barely works. And Morris seems very unimpressed and disappointed. And he's like, "I paid a lot of money." One point three billion. Yeah. Should he's be. like, "I know you're going through some construction right now, but this is not how you want this people to enter." An impressive facility should have an impression, uh, an impressive um, entrance. And just on cue, guess what's impressive? They oh, well, they're laughing at him, smiling and kind of <laughs> behind his back. And the doors open, and we get this fantastic underwater structure. This is like their main fucking hub that connects all of the five different wet labs, mm-hmm. and it's all they're actually see-through. Called kingdoms. This is the five kingdoms. It's like a fucking <laughs> hamster. It looks like you're in an aquarium walking or a spaceship or something. Yeah. It's like it's like the hamster tubes in a hamster cage. Yes. Great. Um, so they go to the dive control lab where we meet Jax, the sub designer, Dr. Heller, the medical officer, DJ, the remote explorer pilot, and Mac, the station chief. DJ and, and Mac. Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> and they show him a submission in progress, which has Lori Taylor, the mission pilot, and then Toshi and the wall, who are her crew. Which, I guess the wall was like an engineer and Toshi was like a biologist. They don't really say. They don't. That's the impression you get, though. But they're the only two people that don't get some kind of named title, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. 
because it's not we'll like just crew. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> so they're wearing red shirts. Hint, hint. <laughs> so this is a demonstration for Morris to show him the culmination of all of their work and research so far. So they are approaching the thermocline and Morris is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Zhang explains his theory that the bottom of the Mariana Trench, which has thought, been thought for forever to be the deepest part of the ocean, isn't really the bottom. That there's actually a layer of hydrogen sulfide and beneath the extremely cold cold clouds there's a whole new ecosystem underneath a whole new world (laughs) it's all broken (laughs) and knocked over the basket full of socks don't tell people that (laughs) and now he's blocking it so the other dog can't get it like a douchebag so um (laughs) so um (laughs) morris says well what if you're wrong and it's just the bottom and then zang goes well, then you've wasted $1.3 mil- billion. And then he, like, Morris laughs, and he's like, you're kidding. He's kidding, right? And everybody else just kind of looks away like, what? Oh, something is happening over there. <laughs> like, here's my thing, though. How did you invest $1.3 billion and not know what the point of this research because is? It's just, because it's a movie, and this is all for, for, for us. He would, he would know every aspect of this place that's being built he would have been there 20 times yeah it's just fun would, for the movie you know how much money did you have to have if you give somebody 1.3 billion and you're like all right let me know what happens yeah it's like so what are you guys doing here exactly well mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking around but <laughs> we took 1.4 billion of your money and kept it yeah but you know so it's just fun for the movie that the, the money does man doesn't know understand. exactly how much the equipment costs, but he doesn't know what they're doing yeah. with it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just exposition because we don't know. So yeah, we're not supposed to know, but they should have had a better character explain Gus information. So they're five meters from the thermocline, and they've halted, and they're hovering. Mm-hmm. They're ready for insertion. <laughs> Go for insertion. <laughs> and Toshi loves that. Cue insertion jokes. <laughs> it's go for insertion. Which everybody is a five-year-old boy who doesn't like a good insertion joke, <laughs> or a fifteen-year-old boy because five-year-old. I like how she asks, "Does that thing have to be about sex?" You guys, and he's like, "Sex, money, and games, yeah. or something like yeah. that." Power games, I don't know. And they like do a fist bump. Yes, but then she goes, "Ready for insertion?" <laughs> and they so sing. Like, yeah, she is. <laughs> and it's not a fucking clap. <laughs> And they tell Lori to be careful because they don't know where the bottom's at. It could just be a cloud and then bottom. Mm-hmm. But they're through. And oh my God, there's life everywhere. I can show you a world. <laughs> and oh my God, they're scaring all those poor creatures with their bright ass lights. Yeah. <laughs> right? Those things have never seen light ever. So this would be excruciating. Well, I wonder why they, they got have eyes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of creatures down there that have bioluminescence. Yeah, but not that bright. So, of course, I'm just saying they have seen light. Like I've uh, seen the abyss. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm sure they have some sort of light, maybe. Um, but these bright lights, it would be like mogwais. Like, bright light, bright light. Oh, <laughs> actually, they probably do. Well. Some of them might of, actually melt. A lot of them probably don't have eyes. Um, True. So, they deploy lights, and they revel in the underwater wonders. Which, I like this scene, because I like... I like deep ocean, it's a big ass ocean exploration 
documentaries. Because every year they're like, um, we thought we had found, oh shit, look at that. (laughs) Well, every year James Cameron spends a billion dollars and explores more of the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) Because he's rad that way. (laughs) That's why they're making six more Avatar movies, because he's running out of money. I'm surprised he didn't want to make the Meg movie. (laughs) Would have been maybe a little bit more accurate. (laughs) (laughs) He was working on Avatar. Well, so... They, so they launched their underwater ro- rover to do some more exploring. So the sub goes this way and the rover goes that way. And they're taking pictures and videotaping all the weird They're videotaping, huh? $1.3 billion, they have VHS on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and then sonar detects a large contact. It's very big. It's moving fast. And, the ro- and they're like, can the rover see it? Can you see it? And they're like, no. He turns on more lights. Still can't see it, and something hits it, and they lose telemetry. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Didn't look it up. It's a C-Rex. But the cameras go wonky. So they're like, it could be a landslide, turn the sub. It's like landslides don't make 90-degree turns. But the contact turns too, and then it fucking hits the sub. When it hits the sub, it moves the sub so that they can see the rover. And the rover looks fucking mangled. And they're like... Mangalodon? What the fuck? <laughs> they're like, what could do that damage to the rover? Which, I mean... Carly liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They're like, what could do that sort of damage to the rover? This is a high-quality equipment built to withstand underwater pressure, so it's probably fairly strong. One might think. And then they start to get hit over and over and over by something. And Lori yells... There's something down here. Jonas was right. Jonas was right. Do you hear me? And then they lose all contact with the sub. <laughs> but at some point, they're like yelling to Mac and DJ, Mac and DJ. And Tony goes, how did I not know Mac and DJ were in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think if Mac was in a movie, he never would have shut up about it. <laughs> wow. Good thing he'll never hear that comment. <laughs> That's right, because he doesn't listen to our podcast. Because he's too busy with all the YouTube he has to watch. I also hope DJ laughs uproariously at this bit. Yes, we have a we have a friend of ours who actually told me that he can't listen to our podcast because he's like, "Do you have any idea how much YouTube I watch?" Apparently, that just uh, have time for you. No, like, no, no, what? that he has to watch. Yeah, that he has to watch. I'm like, it's apparently, Chael isn't bringing the only dirty laundry in this room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that laundry was clean. I know. I'm just kidding. I had to do it. It was a joke. We don't have a, both a dirty and a clean sock basket. That would be weird. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Tony made a fun face. We have a bunch of them. So, Tony just has dirty socks because Achilles plays with them. So you just find dirty socks. And the cats, too. They take my socks. And Apparently then sometimes I pick them like all up treats. and do a load of socks. It's <laughs> <laughs> all that cat you walk around. Treat feats. Yeah. Treats. When Chael was a puppy, he used to like to steal dirty underpants out of the laundry room, which was fun for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but he grew out of it, thank God. Thank God. All right. So they had the sit rep meeting. And the doc says that he still has their vitals, so we know they're alive. Mm-hmm. And they have approximately 18 hours before they run out of air or their life support fails or whatever. Right. Now That is just, you know, shot in the dark. They, talk about, the they talk about rescue options. So they ask about hat to hat, a, hat, a hatch to hatch, and they say that it's severely damaged and they're not sure it's possible. And then they talk about, well, what if we tow it and their ballast tanks are damaged? And there's a 50-50 chance that if they try to tow it, they'll explode. Explodes. So, which I guess 
that kind of makes sense because pressure change, pressure change, and the air. and, and, the and lots of different kind of gases are flammable mm-hmm. in many different situations. With that kind of pressure, who knows though? All right, so they're six miles down, and no one has ever made a rescue at that depth. And then Mac is like, "Well, that's not true." And Suyin wants to handle it themselves. She's like, "Look, this is our business. We don't need to bring in outsiders." She's like, "I got a ship right outside." <laughs> but then Mac is I'll like, <laughs> "Look." I got a number for you. Three. That's the number of men that have attempted a rescue under 10,000 feet. One. That's the number of people who have survived. Oh. Only Jonas. <laughs> and uh, Heller's like... And he's got a hell of a couple of uh, brothers that he rolls with. <laughs> oh, God. And Heller is like, um, <clears throat> look what happened the last time. And Max like, he saved 11 people, including you. And Heller says, he left our friends to die. He had pressure-induced psychosis. And Mac is like, that's what you said. Jonas says there was something down there. And he might have been right. And we know that he was right because we were there. Yeah. We saw it. We no, seen it. Lori just said before. Yes, we seen it. Out. Jonas was right. But Zhang says, based on what Lori's last transmission was, we have to th- we have to take the risk that Jonas was telling the truth and that there was something down there that destroyed the sub. Lori just said there's something down here. So they decide to Mac and Zhang are going to go to Thailand and get Jonas. So, it's a good thing to have a helicopter on standby fully fueled. Well, they got Morse's helicopter. Good thing they didn't take your own. Well, you know, $1.3 billion will buy you a standby helicopter. Should have spent it on Mac else. is waiting for Jonas. As, well, we go detection. to Thailand and we see Jonas. <laughs> Jonas is C-Rex. a kind of ne'er-do-well junk or drunk who owns a boat that is a, kind of a piece of shit because after seems to every, rent out. Because after every single one of these movies where there was the guy who does these big heroic things and then he doesn't do it anymore. He retire, He's always a drunk. Well, he's, he's always seen, independently wealthy. Right. Well, <laughs> we well, have seen... He lost his livelihood and bought and, a boat in Thailand. <laughs> so why, do they, why do they all have the same job? What do we do? I drink. Yeah. <laughs> Because they have PSTD. Somehow he still has some chiseled, muscly abs to BT those. <laughs> yeah, he's very chiselly for he's a man who sits around and drinks all day. for five years. What does he do? He drinks and he does well, crunches. I, well, Carly asked and I said, well, to be fair, we didn't see him eat anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> he made us eat like a lettuce leaf and then drink Jack Daniels all day long. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh. I'm sorry. I had to mention that. Oh. <laughs> no, he drinks beer. We know because he, yeah, he, he had a, a lot of them. Those must be light. You drink too much. You only say that because I have a beer in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the point. Fun. Yeah. But he's. We've clearly seen throughout actual history that when men have gone through traumatic events, instead of talking about it and working through their feelings, they just get drunk for the rest of their life. That's lives. not true. <laughs> so people do drugs. Well, he doesn't. He drinks, drinks beer. beer. <laughs> All right, so he goes home, and as he's on his way home, he sees this helicopter, and he's like, he assumes, automatically assumes that the helicopter is here for him. Because why well, else would there be a helicopter in this tiny little yeah. village in I the mean, middle of nowhere? I mean, he might be the only person who knows people with a helicopter in this tiny little village. Crazy Willie sent it. he goes into his house. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know, Crazy Willie. <laughs> he goes into his flat <laughs> above a bar, and to find Mac and Zang in his house. Which, dude, you just broke in my house. <laughs> yes, they always do that in movies. And it's okay. Everybody just always breaks in everyone's house. Yeah, nobody house. really cares either. they just like, oh, you're here. I knew you'd be here. <laughs> so Jonas gets another beer, offers one to Mac, or to Mac and introduces Zang. him to Dr. Zang. And he's like, oh, I know who you are. I'm very honored to see you. And then Jonas is like, I don't dive anymore. 
And he says, you're going to tell me your problem. And I'll say no. You're going to offer me money. I'll still say no. You're going to appeal to my better nature. But I'm going to say no because I don't have one. So I say, why don't we sit down and enjoy a couple of beers and then we can get you on your way. <laughs> I think they should have said we have your ex-wife if she's down there. They should have led with that. Yeah. Well, no. Then Max shows him the last moments of Lori's life. Maybe we don't know. But he listens to it, right? And your thought no, he's he like, shows wait him like a oh, little bit. Show me my ex-wife. Like <laughs> How much alimony do I owe? Well, <laughs> Let me I do the math the, real quick. I get the impression she left him not the other way alone. Uh huh. And he's gonna get the dog now because she's gonna bite it. <laughs> but, but we hear Lori yelling. Jonas is right. Jonas is right. And he's like, finally, she admits it. <laughs> and he's like, he's, she's oh, wait, down there. <laughs> and then they, he tells her, Lori's trapped down there under 10,000 feet. And we or over. Yeah. He's like, man, that sucks. We well, we get the football here, so sit down. And <laughs> <laughs> then we flash the Anybody sub. Want Dorito? <laughs> we see they're alive, trying to fix things, and very, very fucking cold. So the wall. I imagine it'd be freezing in there. Fixes some of the computer stuff and they turn the lights on and then Lori's like turn off the lights no not yet no she says turn off the lights because she he turns them on and he's like ooh lights and then she's like no turn off the lights and then they get fucking hit again and Lori gets impaled by a screwdriver and then she's like turn off the lights turn off the lights Mm -hmm. because she has yeah she was screwed then, while this is happening... She wasn't ready for insertion. She Heller... Get, she got the shaft, I'll give you that. <laughs> Heller is breaking doctor-patient confidentiality by showing, by showing Sudian videotapes of Jonas's de- medical debriefing after from five years ago. So, yeah, he's not a real doctor now. Where they're arguing... <laughs> Thailand. And Jonas also, is, they get into a fight. <laughs> and Jonas is insisting that something took a bite out of the hall, and Heller is like, you had pressure-reduced whateverness. Psychosis. In, psychosis. And so he's Heller, like, you were there, dickhead. In space dementia. But ah, so Heller dementia. shows her these videos, and then he's like, "And this is what they're asking to send him right back down into there." <laughs> and Suyin is like, "Well, I'm gonna fucking go myself. I don't trust this crazy asshole." So I'm gonna take the glider. It's like we don't so, know if it'll work down there. It's like, D- yeah, whatever. DJ comes in and says they need to come right away. Something's happened, and Jazz tells her and Heller that something has changed on the sub and now it's leaking oxygen and they only have a few hours left. So Suyin's going to go herself and Jazz tells her her chances are super oh high. God, she's calling her Jazz. <laughs> Jax. <sorry. laughs> she just said that so she can write the it's, X's on her. <laughs> she likes that. It's because she has the um, acting chops of the voice actor that plays Jazz in the Transformers movie. Uh, are you speaking ill of Scatman Crothers? I <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> this is the last episode <laughs> of the underappreciated movie. Actually, podcast. Scatman Brothers is great. And I wish that it was played by Scatman Brothers. Oh, I do too. Oh, you can switch Scatman Brothers with any actor in any movie for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Any actor? Yeah, man. I'm you don't want him leading me uh, on the table. Uh, untouchables? <laughs> <laughs> can you see him being dropped? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never drink blood, turkey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't do his voice, but he was awesome. He was in The Shining. He'd be good in the, as the juggernaut. <laughs> but oh, um, Jax is like, the chances are, are super high that if you told them, the tanks are going to explode, and then you're going to die too. And she's like, I've got to try. 
<laughs> it was also Hong Kong. Too. And while she goes off to be a hero, she runs into her eight-year-old shirt. daughter. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she doesn't care enough about her child to reconsider based on the fact that she will most likely die. And says that she has to go rescue her friends. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay, because she can go live with her daddy and the Pilates instructor. Well, and it's just and more movie stuff, because we would have people for this. Right. <laughs> they would have, um, like, before they went down, they would have redundancies for this. Like, Thomas okay. Jane would already be yeah. out in this right. group. Right. He would already have sharks swimming with them down there. When we were watching it, I was like, so... This is the first time they've tried it and it didn't occur to them that something bad might happen. Like, they don't seem a, prepared for like, it. Wouldn't there be another unit right above that fog in case this happens, yeah. they can jump down and get them real quick? <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing in Star Trek where you have, like, Picard and Worf and Riker go down to the planet and you're like, don't we have a ship of 5,000 people? You know. It just Why don't you just have the same five guys? Yeah. All of you guys? Yeah. <laughs> we just don't have time to get, uh, you know... Attached to all these people. It's because yeah. Jonas it, is our rescue guy, and that's would, how yeah. he gets involved with this motley crew. So we it wouldn't be very exciting to, if they're like, "Oh yeah. no, it's crashed!" All right, well, hold on, <laughs> retract claw. Yeah. Bring them out. <laughs> the end. <laughs> this is amazing. There's a big shark down there. All right, don't go down there again. This is a fantasy universe where one point three billion dollars does not purchase redundancies. Oh. <laughs> you would need two point six billion dollars to have a backup plan. Jesus, actually, didn't and they say how much that? The, Sub cost $30 million? Something like that. Yeah. So, oh, no, that's why cheap. I said he knows how much the equipment costs. He just doesn't know what they're doing with it. But, <laughs> so she, Suyin heads off in the glider, and her daughter watches like it from the observation <laughs> hub as she sinks really slowly away and leaves her as daughter she, uh, to be in As she sinks. She said sink. Because <laughs> during the one, they're, they're like, okay for descent, ready to descent. Tony goes, you mean? Sink? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in a heavy-ass thing made of, like, tons of metal. You're like, ready for descent. You mean not doing anything? You're just sinking. It's water. Allowing gravity to do its yeah. thing? What was it? I just thought that was I'm sure there's buoyancy tanks or whatever, but it was just I feel fun. like we talked about this on the core episode, too, when they when they took off or something like that because they said something really weird when they dropped them in the yeah. water. It's like, oh, like, yeah. wait, Go for mean, launch. They yeah, launched. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's not so much a launch as it is a see, just let it go. Right. Just, just drop. Just let it go. <laughs> All right. So the helicopter no preparing. Just go. <laughs> it's just, yes. It's just a funny thing. <laughs> the helicopter returns. Zang, and they immediately tell Zang what happens. And he's like, you let her go? And he's like... Oh. No, it was Jack who's like, I didn't let her do anything. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking did because you released the clamps. <laughs> That's true. Like, she was in the thing. They had to release it into the water. That's they could have just like, said, nope. She could sit there and yell. But Basically, don't they're the saying she's <laughs> yeah. a grown-ass woman and somebody has to go down I mean, there. I guess she could have walked back to the fucking thing, released the clamp herself, and then gone back to the thing and jumped in it, I guess. And I then... Know. I don't know how those things work. I wasn't a big episode one fan. Morris, and so they start, you know, Jonas gets off the helicopter because obviously he went with them, even though we don't see him agree, but right. we all know that he went. Yeah, I feel like they missed a scene where he was like, dum, 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 I'll go. And, uh, <laughs> but Morris is there and he says, he looks heroic and he walks fast, but he kind of has a negative attitude. <laughs> which is one of those things. It's like commenting on a movie cliche, yeah. which makes me laugh every time they do this. He'd be good at cinema sense. And then um, Zhang says, they get in the elevator and everybody gets off and Zhang kind of pushes Jonas back in the elevator and says, we'll meet after Heller gives you a checkup. From the and deck then, up. And Jonas is like, Heller? And Max like, oh, did I forget to mention? And then the door is shut. Mm. 
Why would they need to but, give him a medical? Well, they're gonna send him down there. Well, they because they sure want to make sure he's in. He's fit for duty. Because oh, because they want to have a, a tension moment between him the and Heller. Yeah, yes, okay. for plot. It's a plot device. Okay. Make sure his liver doesn't explode. He's been drinking for five years. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a feeling that may be true. I don't think they have enough time to go through and give him any tests. Yeah, no, like not check really. his check his blood pressure. Are you drunk currently? Sober <laughs> enough? I mean, there's not a All lot right, they're gonna get do. In the boat. Go down. Like, so, what kind of equipment do they have on this thing? They're gonna do a full liver biopsy, and <laughs> they don't have time for that shit. We don't know what kind of equipment they have on there. One point three billion dollars worth. Yeah, but, it's all medical equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives him a checkup. Of, he's physically sound, and then he's, and then Jonas threatens him. He's like, "We're in international waters. I could kick your ass right now, and it wouldn't be illegal." And, and then, and Max like, like, Max like, yeah, technically that that's true. <laughs> that, that's true. Check that math checks out. Mm-hmm. But so they give him. He goes to get on the sub, and he finds Meying on board, and they have a cute little chat. And Meying drops this knowledge bomb. My mom's trying to bring <laughs> our friends back from the bottom of the ocean, and my dad's with a Pilates instructor instructor in Taipei. My grandfather says she should move on, but my mom says she needs more time because she was married to an a hole. <laughs> and he laughs, and she says, eight-year-olds, we hear everything. Well. Which is kind of true. In a situation like this, probably, because she's just surrounded well, by adults yeah. who are just having conversations. And like why is that she calls him stuff. crazy. That's like the go-to. If your husband leaves you in movies, well, used to always be, the Pilates instructor. It used to be gymnasts for men in the 80s, you know. Like, <laughs> but she's now a gymnast, women you know, do Pilates. Like now it's. A Pilates instructor. It's always a Pilates instructor. It's like calisthenics. It's like always if my wife said she was going to Pilates, I would just go to a lot of stretching. Yes, it's got a gymnast Pilates instructor. Yeah. It involves a lot of stretching and fitness. These are women who are in good shape and can contort their bodies. <laughs> they're very limber. Well, so they if, have if to your be spouse the says they're going to do Pilates, just call a lawyer. <laughs> Stark say it's, it's like calisthenics. You got a couple things you can catch up on while you're being a, a capsicle. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but she calls Jonas crazy, and he's like, "Who called me that?" And she's like, "My mom, Doctor Heller, everybody, eight-year-olds here, everything." And she asks him to uh, bring her mom back, and he says he's going to bring everybody back. And they kind of have promises a promises fl- he's going to bring everybody, which back. is never don't ever do that. Mm-hmm. But they I, mean, have- I guess if he dies, he doesn't have to feel bad. That's true. <laughs> well, he knew he had plot armor, so well they have yeah. kind of. And at the very least, he can bring her back, probably. That's true. You know, maybe not the sub people. But this is the first kind of moment Jonas and Mei Ying have where they have this fun father-daughter kind they do. of connection. They do. It is fun banter. It's a shared moment, not the normal well, kind of shared moment, but they just have they have like this father-daughter yeah. kind of... It is kind of where they have a father-daughter moment when they just met. They instantly kind of like each other. They do. Mm-hmm. But some people just really like kids. It is a very some cute moment. Some kids really though. like adults, and this is, you know, they just get along instantly. She's already picked out her new dad. Um, <laughs> so Jonas, so Jonas is in the other sub. He's go for lunch. He sits in the water for a minute, kind of gathering himself together. And they're like, "You go for lunch. You go, Jonas. Jonas, you go for lunch." It's, they don't Jonas. say lunch. They say uh, deployment. De- deploy. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But he kind of sits there longer than he should because he hesitates because he's freaked out just a little bit. But then he goes because. Of course. <laughs> Roll credits. And then he, <laughs> he freaks them all out because he turns off everything he doesn't need and puts it all to go down as yeah. fast as he can. And yeah. yep. he puts it all in the reverse thrusters. And Heller's convinced that he's going to pass out and he's like, shut up. 
And the, the, he's like, look, I got to turn everything off. So bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, like tell Helen to stick it or something like that. Or well, Mac tells Suyin to come back, and she's like, fucking no, I'm already almost there. And he's and then. Um, Jonas is like, tell her a professional is fucking here. And he's like, you just told her yourself. You're not on individual comps. But he's like, oh, awkward. A little bit. Were they six miles down? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's far. But if you have enough pressure on that, you can't just dive six miles down. You have to go and wait. Go yeah. and wait. And let your body acclimate or your head will explode. Yeah. You get the bends. Yes. But this is a fictional universe where there's a megalodon. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he's going so fast his nose starts bleeding. Well, that would be the least of his words as his eyeballs would start bleeding. <laughs> like, what's going on? Oh, my eyes are water now. Literally. Gross. Also, my brain is leaking out of my nose. <laughs> it's not a Michael Christen movie, babe. <laughs> John Turtledown. <laughs> Six miles is really far. You will, you'll implode. This is the Meg. It's not Event Horizon. Um. Mm. So Suyin, that was a weird part. You haven't done that yet. They need Ocean Master. He keeps threatening it. Yeah, they need the Grocery Master. <laughs> Suyin enters the thermocline. And this is the same time that they lose contact with Jonas. We see, quickly, we see the crew in the dark, kind of just sad and scared and wondering if they're going to live. Well, what else are they going to do? And Suyin finds them. And she's like, I'm setting up to tow. And just before she gets everything attached... Something hits her. And she's like, something hit me. There's something down here. And then we see the giant tentacles come across the top of you her. You think it's a megalodon, but you'd be wrong. No, so bait it's a squid. and switch, get and it? She, ah! she goes, it's a huge squid. And she sounds it's so excited. It's the Kraken, excited. actually. <laughs> like, she's so excited that, oh my God, it's so rad. It's a huge squid. And then it starts to crush her. And she never really seems appropriately Worried about fucked. it. Fucked. <laughs> like, at this point, you ha- there's no escape plan. If you get out of that thing, you're instantly going to... Yeah. <laughs> and I know this is probably a cultural thing. Because Americans would emote this panic much more than she does. (laughs) She's like, all right, well, this is how it ends. She's like, it's crushing me. It's crushing me. And she's almost crushed. And then we see ink. Ink. And the squid lets go and dies. And then she sees the megalodon. Which is weird because he was covered in ink a second ago. Yeah. And it just dissipates like that. And she goes, it's a shark. Like 20, 25 meters. And then we hear... I got this one. He says, It's a megalodon. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this motherfucker's been studying oceanography. He's like, These people call me crazy. I'm gonna learn what that shit was. (laughs) He's like, It could be a T-Rex. Um, it might be a humpback. We don't know. Oh no, it's a megalodon. He's got it down. It could literally be anything. Because we don't know. He saw something crush a sub that he was in. He's like, Nope, I got it. It's a 2,000-year-old extinct animal. He did some research. He went to the aquarium. He saw a giant megalodon tooth, and he had no drunk epiphany, and he knew, And he's done all the research. He knows. Now, it would have been cool. It's a megalodon. It would have been cool if that is what had happened, but they didn't do that. Like, if he's like, dude, it was megalodon. They're like, yeah, you have PTSD. Go drink in Thailand. And then when we go to his apartment, he had, like, books of megalodon. Had, like, a megalodon tooth or something. Yeah, like, if, I'm a, cool. if sitting on the table, there was, like, a megalodon yeah. tooth, just, like... And he's, he's got that secret like he's obsessed room. with yeah. it now. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have made more sense than he just knows what it is. Yeah. From something crushing a sub that he was in. That could have been a fucking rock for all he knew. <laughs> well, it's a megalorock. Maybe if the... 
if you had Girl, like, he knows it was a C-Rex. <laughs> maybe if you had been the fourth member of this writing team. <laughs> well, or if the gentleman who wrote the screen the screenplay for Battleship was slightly oh. more complicated. I never competent. saw that movie. Is oh, that you bad? might. You, you know, might. Oh, God. You see these things. Like I have Will come sit in that one. Oh. I don't, Tony might be sick. <laughs> I don't hate that in the same way that other people I've never that. seen it. I assume it sucked because it wasn't good. It because wasn't it good has though. Rihanna's acting chops. Wow. <laughs> you know, you can't blame Umbrella. Rihanna on that that movie on Rihanna because I don't think fucking Pacino could have made that shit good. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we Johnny got Depp. a bunch of aliens. <laughs> well, so we got hair. <laughs> shit, there, there's a a a Seven Eleven burrito is a plot point. So, <laughs> well, let me ask you. Guys. Is anybody else, does it ever bother anybody when you watch the movies? And it's like a simple thing. It took us two minutes to fix up these little plot holes. Right. Like, and these guys getting paid, I don't know, probably well, yeah. to write movies, and they just leave these gaping fucking holes of stupidity. Well, that's why you, that's why when you write something, you show it to other people. Because you're, <laughs> you're too close to it. Well, you can write a story and you go, this makes sense. And everybody's like, dude, that's garbage. <laughs> because in your mind, you're filling in this thing yeah. you didn't write down. Yeah. Because you know it all. But other people are like, dude, this doesn't like, make any sense. What the fuck is an orc? <laughs> <laughs> you keep talking about them and have not explained it. Exactly. But so it's a megalodon. He tells Su Yin to shut everything down and then it's drawn to the light. How the fuck would he know that? Oh, I'm sorry. All of his extensive research on a two million year old extinct being. Got it. Lori evidently came to the same conclusion earlier. So Lori has a better chance of knowing be, because it could be drawn to giant squids. Yeah, <laughs> and ink. But we it could have been. He might have just really liked Toshi. <laughs> but it so almost like, I'm shutting him down, and it's going to take like a minute. minute. Yeah. Naturally, it takes a minute. And he's like, just <laughs> turn the lights off. <laughs> but apparently the ONOFF switch has been damaged, so she has to use some kind of weird countdown. But it's just about to get her, but Jonas distracts it with some underwater flares. Because why do, wouldn't you have it's underwater like a, flares when you're on a rescue uh, Work for T-Rex, works for C-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> but why would you have that on your rescue sub? This is some bullshit. It's like, why would you have that? There's no reason to have that. If you built your rescue cell, it was like, you know, we need flares. And everybody's like, why? In case of the Megalodon. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they have flares, and then if something happens, and they're at the surface, and they're stuck, they can shoot off flares. <laughs> and they just happen to work in the water, too. <laughs> I'm not even sure that these underwater flares would work at that pressure. I don't know. I don't know if they <laughs> Like, let me explain to you how fucking pressure that is. That's a lot of goddamn pressure. <laughs> I don't know that they would work at that pressure, but I know they do have emergency flares that work when they're wet because... Magnesium. Yeah. Magnesium. So... I'm not questioning flares underwater. We shouldn't question any of it because, again, <laughs> <laughs> it's a megalodon. This is not a science podcast. Got it. So there's... Sometimes we do movies where you just can't... If you... You can't question all the science. I know. Because I'm the guy who picked a movie where core. someone shoots lightning out of their hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one questioned it. Like, yeah, of course. At a big rig while the other guy throws a knife at it. That's because we... <laughs> no one questioned it. That's because we like to have fun. And we already knew the answer to that question. Chinese black magic. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Never mind. I retort anything I've said so far. Chinese black magic. To, we are close to China. In this yeah. China, China is Megalodon. here. Yeah. All right. Chinese got a lot of sharks out. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese got a lot of hells. One of them is called It's a Megalodon. Okay, got All it. Right. So Jonas tells Suyin to go to the surface, and she's like, I can help. And he's like, Your fucking shit is damaged. Get, get out. Blow your tanks and go. You, you cannot help. 
<laughs> like you're actually having a hindrance at this yeah. point. I don't know why you came down in here in this float anyway. Yeah, what? Where are you going? This thing to is do? dangerous yeah. as shit. But so, she goes up. You're essentially in one of those little balls that you get from a gum machine. Aaron goes, is that a gyroscope? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the thing her daughter plays with later. <laughs> um, so Jonas goes for the sub, and he attaches to the side of the sub, and he sees the damaged hatch, and he quickly dispatches with the dam- with the damaged parts and put a new thing on, because he does underwater rescues, and this is what he does. Right, he's really efficient at it, and I believe that. He opens the hatch, and he says... Tell me this isn't the world's best I told you so. And Which Lori, is what you tell your ex right there and six like, miles down. And Lori looks up and says, You came all the way here just to tell me that. And he's he says, like, Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This is the one thing that would get me in the water again. <laughs> just tell my ex wife all you. the fights. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, Come on, before that thing comes back. So they get Lori in the sub. And they're getting the wall in the sub, but he's got a big butt and well, moves pretty slow. Yes, but, okay, Toshi could have been right on his ass, okay? You go nut to butt here, okay? <laughs> so, as soon as he's in, you're in. You don't, he doesn't go all the way in and you go, all right, I'm going to start climbing now. Fuck well, that like, shit. You, you go last, Tubby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I hate to be mean. But really, they always have this thing where one person goes and the other guys are way down the tube. Yeah. No, you go, everybody's up the tube, so it's boom, 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 we're all in, we're all gone. Also, all right. The wall. He's kind of a heavy gentleman. Shouldn't be working in subs. Shouldn't be working in subs. <laughs> no. I'm, this space is limited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have seen those documentaries with fucking... James Cameron. James Cameron. <laughs> There's, you, there is not even space to roll over in those yeah. subs. They're think, cram uh, jam. I think he was slipping Longmire some 20s or something to get him to pass some of these physicals if he's going to be in these subs. Because you know? the problem is that at that pressure, at that depth, yeah. It's really hard to keep anything whole. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have good blood pressure. And no. that's the problem, one of the big things to check for yeah. because of the gases in your blood. He can't have, you know, probably can't have good blood pressure if he's that big. One would think. We don't know. Also, but about, you know, three miles down, he probably would have died. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. But, so, the anyway, wall yeah. is an immovable object. <laughs> it finally gets up. But and you hear... The immovable object is going. And here well, you can the hear the... Force. You can hear the alarms from the sonar. It's coming back. It's coming back. And we know it's coming back and fast. So, Toshi had written a lover to... A, le- a lover. A letter <laughs> to his wife. And he also wrote one to his lover. Just in case. <laughs> and stuffed it in the wall's pocket and pushes him through and then closes and locks the hatch. Making him the a hero. He- Hero! Um, if you can put uh, something in his pocket and push him up, you could have just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wanted to make sure they got away. So he closes the hatch. He blows the, he blows the seal so that they float away, and they don't have enough time to come back and get him because the Megalodon is eminent. He then, it looks like he turns on all the lights to make sure, yeah, to make sure that the Meg comes for him. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm not leaving without AJ. <laughs> Someday we're going to do that movie. It is pretty. I think we've checked in it. I don't, I don't think so. It might be pretty epic. And the well, Meg hits him. <laughs> the Meg hits the sub. It blows the bow, the ballast tanks that they were worried about. And then the sub also hits a thermal vent. And doesn't toshi, kill the shark. Toshi is toast. That's not. But funny. stop laughing, Tommy. Sorry. <laughs> Toasty is. They get back to the surface. Lori's. Immediately taken to medical. Well, yeah, she got stabbed in the fucking gut. Accuses Jonas of leaving Toshi to die because that's who he is—the guy who leaves people behind. 
Well, Ooh. they're not wrong because this is of the two rescues we've seen him do. He's left somebody behind every time. So he he's is like, that he's guy. Like 50, 50. Yeah. No, it's not. It's one hundred percent. He's leaving someone back. And he's well, like, we don't know how many rescues he did before that. We've and, only seen. That's why I said of the two we've seen, he leaves somebody behind he every goddamn time. Look, he didn't. But he wasn't going to leave Toshi behind. Toshi made that choice for them, and true. they didn't have time to come back. But and you don't him. know that. It could have been his plan the whole time. But like whoever's last, they ain't coming. And because uh, that's just the way it kind of, he he's just says, a sick son of a bitch like that. We don't know. Toshi, he says Toshi saved us all, and then he says, "When you go down that deep, you take your life in your own hands. It's dangerous." He's and then wrong. he yells at Max, "This is why I don't do this shit anymore." Yeah. Give me a beer. Well, because he's been called crazy for five years, and he lost his livelihood. He lost his wife. People treated him like shit because he was crazy, and he left people behind. This yeah. is why he doesn't go back because he did everything he could, and as soon as he got back, you killed him. I didn't know there no, was going to be a. Did it, bitch. I didn't know there was going to be a squidladon, <laughs> and a rockladon, and a C-Rex. What was that thing in Aquaman that was guarding the armor? Oh, I don't know. Don't remember. The, the only thing you remember from that is the ocean mask. I remember. It. I don't remember what it's called though. Okay, so we find out Lori's gonna make it. The, yeah. The, <laughs> the screwdriver um, didn't hit anything vital. She lost a lot of blood, but she's she's probably gonna be. Okay. That's good. Mm. Then Suyin comes to apologize to Jonas for being an a hole and catches Jonas in the shower. So she then sees him in a towel. Now he opens the door dripping wet in a towel, and she comes in and she doesn't look at him right away. She's just apologizing for you know being angry, and she says like she had to gear herself up for this. So and she's then, not even like she's just talking. And then she's she like, looks I gotta get at him, out. and she's like, "You're naked." <laughs> and he's like, "Yep." <laughs> And then she's like, I'm going to go now. You should put on some clothes. And he says, that's the original plan. He says, sorry about my megalashon. Shlong. <laughs> oh, my God. This is where we see that five years of drinking beer has not affected his muscles. <laughs> no one apologizes for their megalashon. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Hanging at the bottom of his towel like, God. Oh, man. When you got that hanging at the bottom of your ocean, you don't you don't apologize. Oh God, I need a bib. You're that excited over megalashlongs? They get me every time. You'll see one every day when you do. Yeah. All right, so we have another sit rep, <clears throat> and we fill everybody in on the Meg's uh, dating profile. How strong its bite is, how big it could be. And I love how they're all like saying it's like it's matter of fact. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Um, they're all off, fucking guessing. Off. Some people found some fossils. Were like we're ge- we're guessing because this is what we have now. Yeah. We're amplifying and trying to guess. They ain't got a fucking clue. Sharks don't have skeletons like that, so they don't fossilize. They got teeth. They have jaws. It's yeah. all they have is a jaw, and they're saying, "All right, well, this is like a great bridge. white does this. This is bigger, so we're guessing it's this." Yeah. And they're saying it's like a fucking fact, and they're using that as actual data. Kind of dangerous. So. We have jaws. Chinese black magic. Got it. <laughs> so we have jaws. That's all we have is the jaws of, of megalodons, and we think they were sharks. What if they were like killer underwater bunnies? Mm. <laughs> what if it was the C Rex? Like literally looked like a T Rex, but had that jaw. I don't know. Whoa. What if it was like? What if it was just like a Reese moment? What if it was like a big fucking ass eel? What if it had like skittles that came out of it? What if there was What if it didn't have one mouth but like six? What if it looked uh, like Egg Shen? 
<laughs> it's just floating around no, like egg shit. No, you know that thing that we had all the beholder that had all the eyes? What if it was fucking that? Yeah. A giant underwater beholder. Multidon. Like in Tremors, the big worm with yeah. all the mouths. The graboids. What if it was a graboid? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. Anyways, the so. The world may never know. But they've been extinct. A scientist is listening to this right now going, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's called comparative anatomy, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> he, it, well, we know that they've been extinct or thought to be extinct for two million years. Yeah. But we know they've been alive for at least five because Jonas killed one with an exploding sub five years ago. Um, so Morris. here's my question. Okay, now, not to shit on the movie, but they were supposed to be Why underneath. Why stop now? Yeah. This was they the were, first time we went under the thermocloth. Yeah, this is the first time we went under the thermocloth there. And that's where the megalodons were. Mm-hmm. But that's not where they were in the beginning of the movie. No, they were in a different trench, but they were under 10,000 feet. So So what they're saying is megalodons can't go above 10,000 feet until they come through? Until you create a vent. <laughs> no, but they Here's weren't the in the vent before. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, well, no, what they said no. was... We can't, we can't go... Uh, Let me... Don't pull on that thread? Yeah. No, Look, I, but I know, I know how this Oh, you happens. got this. Go. So, we have this military sub, and it goes down in a sp- certain spot. Now, the military sub has no windows. Neither did the rescue sub that Jonas used to go save those guys. They just know it went under 10,000 feet. What if, when the military sub was damaged, it went under... A thermocline. And when the rescue sub went to get it, because they didn't know it was there because they can't see it, they went under a thermocline. Well, I think what I think what happens... Chinese by, black magic. All right, besides guys. Chinese black magic, is that the megalodons have to stay relatively warm. They can't mm-hmm. be at the bottom of the ocean where it's yeah. cold. It's warm underneath the thermocline because of the heat vents and all that other bullshit. So all that life can live under there relatively like it would mm-hmm. but they can't go above it because above it is freezing ass cold mm-hmm. but when they blast through i think they show there's like yeah. that thermal blast and they just ride up it in the book that's kind of what they did but it was with blood which is mm-hmm. dumb but they go up in the little shaft of heat and then they can get out that's why if there's more of them they can't get out he said shaft but yeah. i feel like in maybe the original... there was like an underwater volcanic eruption that let one out oh, there you know. go that's a I good know. Know. <laughs> underwater lava would help yeah. but something or but because the sub in the first movie was under a 10,000 or in the first rescue five first years ago prologue. we know it was they were in some sort of trench yeah. and maybe the trench was deeper than we thought and there was a thermocline down there but because nobody's ever seen it i'm gonna go with chinese black magic <laughs> yes the thermocline or maybe it was a squid and he thought it was a megalodon right he just guessed lucky yeah, he just in a fucking. Well, <laughs> whoa! What with a, your thing about how his apartment could have been filled with megalodon stuff, it could have been filled with just giant sea creatures throughout the yeah. ages stuff. So he's read about the giant squids like, and the megalodon. He's like, Dude, it's not a kraken. He's like, it's either a megalodon or a dragon. <laughs> it's an aqua bigfoot. I know it. It's Godzilla. <laughs> it's either Godzilla or a megalodon. I have it narrowed down to these two. Yeah. He used to have like hundreds of things that it was. It's only one of these five things. All right, look. <laughs> it's a squid. There's no Megalodon. proof that Mothra is not aquatic. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. All right, anywho. So, um, uh, lost, so Morris, yeah. they're like, okay, so they're talking about the Megalodon, and they're talking about what a great scientific discovery this is, and that they're going to need to proceed with extreme caution no and shit. slowness <laughs> now that they have discovered this. And then Morris is like, look, I didn't spend all this money for nothing. We're not proceeding slowly. We're jumping on this shit because this thing is cool, and we are going to make fucking billions of dollars on this scientific I don't know discovery. How? <laughs> 
But it's Jonas, not like, it's not like it's an actual like a T Rex. Are they gonna open up a Sea World or it's something? Just like a a shark. I don't know how you make money on scientific discoveries. If it's like a T Rex or a Raptor or some shit like that, you just trank it and you take it somewhere. Like, dude, check this out. This is a giant shark. You can't keep sharks really normally in captivity anyway like this. And this thing's so fucking big. What are you going to do with it? Keep a tracker on it and say, everybody, get the fuck out of this thing's way? <laughs> like, First of all, even yes. If, even <laughs> if you caught it and killed it and you dissected it. stuff it and put it somewhere, I guess. But yes, but and you could deci- dissect well, it. You'd make lose a lot of money on Megalodon Sushi. I just oh, don't God. know. I don't know how you really. <laughs> could be delicious. You don't fucking know. Unless you kill it and dissect it for science and maybe find right. out that its pituitary blood gland Clients. cures cancer. Ooh. I don't see how you make money on that. this. Yeah. All right, well, or at least not billions of dollars. But it doesn't matter. We're now 10 Jonas, minutes in. Let's go. Jonas interrupts. And Morris is like, is he part of the team now? And then the wall is like, you're damn right he's part of the team. Because why would he be a part of the team? Well, um, he just saved them. But still, and he gets to say he's the one that he? went down there. No, successfully he doesn't work them. for them. No, yeah. it doesn't make any as sense. As far as they're concerned, but he's like, in case you didn't know, man versus Meg isn't a fight; it's we, slaughter. We don't do anything with this. We just we rented Jonas for the whole day, and he finished <laughs> in an hour, so we still have some more Jonas time. <laughs> but he tells them that if you go back down there, don't you fucking be calling me to rescue you because I'm not going to be here. Yeah, but like, I came for Lori, I'm done. Yeah, he's like, I'm not doing this all fucking week. <laughs> but so they go back to arguing about what they're going to do about this, Meg. And then we see Megging playing on the hub deck, observation deck, hamster deck. I don't, I call it something different in my notes every fucking time. <laughs> and she's got this little gyroscope that she's electronically controlling and it's spinning around and she's following it all over the place and going into the construction zone. And then we see the Meg outside in the water and it comes up and she sees it and it comes up to the glass and it fucking bites it it's very scary i don't think a megalodon would want to eat a little girl there can't be i don't even know if it could see they're like all right you know what tony you happen to see a a grain of rice are you gonna go out of your way to eat that (laughs) well they they see with the electronics and stuff like that or the they sense electricity but i don't even know if i could see it at the aquarium the sharks don't come up to you and go oh look here's john it just goes i don't know what this is i'm swimming in a circle but <laughs> if it's, but there would be lots of light there so if it's attracted true. to light that's true. true it might just try to attack it and it just was coincidentally where the little girl was because chinese black magic. oh so in other words <laughs> no that, chinese black main that's amazing chinese black magic chinese black that's amazing does that happen in the book what that she's there and it comes in. I don't remember exactly. Probably but not. But it's when, a visual for the movie. But yeah. when it bites the glass, it causes a tremor throughout the whole station. Like it would. And <laughs> Mac is like, what was that? And Sue Yun goes, my daughter! Because naturally when the whole fucking They're room like, shakes, you're like, gotta be the eight-year-old. <laughs> and so they this run is how around. she hears everything. They forget yeah. about her until something bad happens. They run around <laughs> trying to find her and they hear her screaming. And then Jonas and Mayling and Sue Yun find her. And she's like... There's a monster and it's watching us. And they turn around and they look and they see the fucking bite marks and they're freaked out. And then the little baby whale from earlier, because they had lured whales there with whale song to impress Morris, uh-huh. hits the glass and Jonas is like, it's just a whale. I mean, obviously it's not just a whale, but the monster. And they're like, and Suyin's like, but where's Lucy? Where's the mother? And then they see the megalodon come and eat the fucking baby. And it's and pretty it's, rough. It's upsetting. Which I think a megalodon would do. Be like, yeah. oh, big fucking whale. Lunch. Yeah. yeah. Now, it could sense the whales and yeah. go, oh, yeah. 
this is what I eat. <laughs> I hear whale songs. I, I get the electronic disturbances or whatever of giant whales. But, it's dinner time. But it wouldn't eat whales because whales can't dive that deep. So it's never had a whale before. No, but well, it's a you know big what? fish. That's true. But it's not going to go, ooh, whales. Because it doesn't know. Well, it constructed a breathing apparatus out of kelp. Okay, <laughs> and it went and he said, "You know what? Whale tastes good." She will spit yeah. drink him. So now we have megalodon. The problem with was the taste for whale. But the problem was that megalodon got stuck inside that thermocouple, so they had to send the other egg right. to go get him. Yeah. All right. But we didn't get that as a prequel. So we go to the control room and we get the station status. So far, no leaks. So the bite did not. Penetrate through all the layers Just of the not go for glass. insertion. The adamanti hall. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, how did it fucking get here? But Jax is on the case because she has been doing some investigative reporting. And she's she says, Look, when the glider came up, it didn't disturb the thermocline or the cloud layer. But when the emergency sub came up, it was at the same time as the damage sub hit a thermal vent. And there was a large pocket of heat that rose wi- right behind the sub, which made a column, a canal, wide enough for fucking 20 sharks to come through. They're like, hey, Jax, you know how we keep you on retainer and you don't do anything? We need you to get on this. And she's and like, Morris, cool. <laughs> and Morris is like, so you, we fucking made a super highway for these things? And, she's like, and they're like, no, it was only temporary. It's already settled back. So we just have to kill this one. And Jonas is like, we need to find it and kill it. And Sweden's like, no, we need to explore non-lethal options. <laughs> and they're like... <laughs> like, it's a giant killer, killer shark. Yeah. He's a dick. Yeah. Like, did you not see what it just did to the hole? Yeah. <laughs> like, it Although, ate two whales and it's still which, hungry. <laughs> it's going to eat everything. Which, this is one of those things. Like, no, it's a giant shark. It lives in the ocean and we don't live in the ocean and we should just let it be. We just track it. Except for we just... Which is what scientists... in the regular ocean, and now it's going to kill everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what scientists would do. They would just put a tracker on it and let it be. No, they I don't think so, because you've just it. fucked up the entire ecosystem of the ocean by introducing a shark way bigger than anything else. You know, you, this may eat all the other sharks and all the whales, and guess what? Now there's no fish. <laughs> because why, why did megalodons go extinct? Well, because they ate everything and nothing left to eat. <laughs> It's probably not why, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it was probably well because it had all them teeth and no toothbrush. Now, <laughs> right <laughs> in the trivia, if one of the things is it said that they never explain how a megalodon who was supposedly a warm water shallow hunter survived in the deep deep ocean. No, or how the which, fuck did it get there? Which why would they know that it only? hunted in warm oh, they're shallow waters because they don't know well but great whites are warm blooded they can go yeah. anywhere but most sharks are not so they can only stay in the warm yeah area. and they look but, at the teeth and go it kind of looks like this tooth so yeah. we're going to go with that there's no way to know but I'm just saying that now you made me I was going to say something profound and you made me forget fuck <laughs> you damn it Tony sorry but that's what scientists would probably actually do. They would probably just um, track it for a while before they killed it to see what happened. Yeah, as it And then when shit started ecosystems. really hitting the fan and those boats started dropping. <laughs> what happened? Well, it the Megalodon attacked an aircraft carrier today. It would be the military that decided to kill it. Oh, yeah. we accidentally killed your Megalodon. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we thought it was a Russian sub and blew it away. Yeah. We called Japan. They brought all their whaling ships. It died in uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> all right. So, an emer- but as they're... 
arguing over whether or not they should kill it. An emergency locate, locator beacon goes off. Three boats have just gone down. And then... And that's when they know they kill it. <laughs> yeah. And Jonas is like, it's the Meg. We need to get there now. It's the Megalodon. <laughs> So, Meanwhile, well, five minutes ago, he said, don't call me when you need help with this. And well, now he's like, we got to go. <laughs> he has changed his mind. <laughs> got the chair of because the now the Meg is in the regular ocean. Yeah. You don't have to go down there to get it. But so our Motley crew goes to sea. In boat. Tommy Lee is there? Both about Megalodon. Hello. It just pulled three boat. boats down, so what do they do? They get in a boat. <laughs> like, so, what's yeah. the chances they'll eat four boats? <laughs> but he's, he's not hungry anymore. They don't really know what happened. Just the emergency locator beacons went off. But they find, they're like, Jazz is like, Jax. It's like, <laughs> I see something. I keep hope. I keep wishing she was the transfer. I understand. <laughs> Looking for Unicron. I got you. There's definitely parallels. This giant monster planet. Megacron. And everything. Okay, so they find... Megacron. They see something, and they pull up, and they see a bunch of um, dead sharks in the water that have had their fins cut off by shark poachers, which, and then a bunch of torn up boats. So, obviously, the Meg was attracted to the blood in the water and came and then destroyed all the shark poachers' boats, which... Yeah, it just seems like Megalodon karma right there. <laughs> that shit's amazing. <laughs> so they spot the Meg in the distance, and, they, and they're like, look, we got a shark cage. If we hit it in a soft spot, then we could inject it with something and kill it. So after two Which million years of being Jones. under the and water with a, six miles of pressure on it, it goes to the surface and is fine. <laughs> and Max says they need at least 20 minutes to rig something up. So Morris is like, why don't you just put a tracker on it? And they all look at him and he's like, don't you watch Shark Week? <laughs> Which is a really good answer. It's like, you don't have one of them? And they're like, actually we do. All right, let's do that. Which is funny. <laughs> so they don't want to risk the boat because he's already shown that he's aggressive to boats. So actually, Ben, you're listening. Would a ping from a sub just kill it? Because I know that that's a problem with whales. No, you know how they ping so. ships? Yeah. If they ping a whale, it dies because it's just too much damage. At one time, sonic damage. The ping is it's a radio wave that hits an object and then that I'm, object goes back. So, But it's really powerful. Yeah. Like, but I wonder if it would it just is, kill this fucking shark. This thing well, does has survived six miles down. So it's <laughs> got an experience. Chinese, Chinese no, black magic? Yeah. No. Chinese black no. magic. <laughs> but that has something has a high to armor do. Class. Doesn't it have something to do with how the whales um, use echolocation oh, I, I and, no and their internal sonar i think it has something to do with their internal sonar though and we know that the meg hunts by sight Mm. lights it's attracted to light and that's how it hunts it's attracted to lights and blood well we don't know it's attracted to blood all we know it's attracted to light said it was attracted to all the blood from the dead sharks (laughs) that's me maybe that's elaine inferring erex that's not necessarily the meg maybe these shark boats had internal I don't care that we're 109 and 18 minutes in. you got to let me get this stuff out. If you would quit interrupting me to make dumb shark jokes. Oh, if you'd stop with your bullshit theories that make no sense and have no purpose in the movie. Maybe the shark oh, and she's, has and some cool neon under lights. Oh. <laughs> so they don't want to rest the boat, so they need to send someone to swim up and plant the tracker on the Meg, which sure. is the dumbest plan ever. And Thomas Jane's is not there. Jax well, is they like, shoot it with the tracker, but no. they they can't inject it with poison. No, no, no. That's no. later. You're jumping the, ahead. Oh, you're jumping ahead. For okay. this one, 
they have to swim to the shark to shoot it with it the only tracker. It has a limited range on the, the, oh, okay, the okay, crossbow. Okay. Right. hundred yards. It's later that they the shoot. It's hundred yards. They have to see it within a hundred, or it might have been feet. They said hundred feet, and he's like, I'd rather not. But <laughs> Jack says they should draw straws, and then Morris says, stands up and yells, I can't swim. And then he's like, sorry, my body's made me say that. <laughs> and Jonas is just like, I'm fucking going to do it. Sit down. Yeah. He's like, so, dude, hero of the movie. Yeah. And Mac, Mac says, if you want me to go instead, I will. And Jonas is like, I got this, Mac. Top, and Mac says, billing. good, because I was lying. White savior. <laughs> but he swims out. Just keep swimming. Just keep he swimming. He actually says that. Yes. He sings it. It's funny. And then he gets really super fucking close, and he shoots the Meg with the tracker. Which doesn't piss off the Meg. No, he probably didn't. And he then, doesn't even notice. I mean, it's... He doesn't seem to notice. It's a tracker. This is a very large animal with a very thick skin. Oh, yeah? Let me stick... <laughs> I'm going to stick you in the ass with a needle. My skin is <laughs> not that thick. <laughs> well, Watch Carly jump. Sit down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's nerve endings in the um, in the fin in the fin of I don't know. regular sharks, which is why they track them. I don't, I don't know, know what anything is in the megalodon. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't know. They're, most, they're mostly cartilage, and there's not a ton of nerve endings. Oh, really? In Do megalodons like, actually have fins? I thought we said it was an eye monster. <laughs> we don't know. Chinese black magic. T-Rex. And so they start to reel him in because he's like attached to a crane, and, and you would- apparently that causes vibrations. That apparently the meg is a vibration hunter Running as well. Machine. Yeah. And it attracts the Meg. And Sunyan's like, stop! No vibrations. Because, again, she knows... And then it fucking goes after him, and the chase is on. And he's like, turn on the boat! So they stir the boat on, and they're reeling him in. And they're like, fuck it, let's vibrate the shit out of him. being dragged underwater now. How long can this fucker hold his breath? And I guarantee you, he's panicking a little, because there's a giant goddamn shark chasing him. The gigantic no, shark. No, no, if you were an emergency rescue diver, you'd probably be able to hold your breath for oh, a yeah? long time. That's, although, that's, that's if you were although, used to it, not with a giant fucking shark. That was five years ago when he was in shape. Right. He's All right. Been drinking. He's probably pissing himself right now. But they, <laughs> see, this is why it's taking so long. Mm-hmm. So they escape. And then they set up the shark cage and they get the poison ready. Mm-hmm. And Which the cage this, is just a, a big plastic sphere. Yeah. He's yeah. like, it's plastic. And Jax is like, Shut up. <laughs> she I'm an engineer. She's it's like, no, special it's super special, yeah. and I am awesome. It's adamantoplastic. Basically, it's made of unobtainium. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. I was like, damn it, what is that word from that movie? <laughs> it's not just that movie, it's in a lot of movies. Unobtainoplastic. Adamantovibratoplastic. What we've learned is if you like the core, you'll like this movie. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of similarities. <laughs> So, you're saying and going, what? This time it's not Jonas, but Suyin who's getting to be the hero because she's done over a hundred shark dives and she she's gonna know the best way to hit the Meg with the poison. She's a shark expert. So they right. pe- they put okay, Chum in the water to attract sharks, which apparently will attract the Meg to eat the sharks. I don't know. Sure. So the sharks all come and then they run away. And then she's like, It's coming. Well, also, it likes the light. That shark cage is lit up. That's true. <laughs> if it really likes light, there's a big fucking light right just above the water. It's going to pop out every now and then. Look at that. But they do like a distance countdown, and it's coming and it's coming, but she can't see it. It's only five meters away, and she still can't see it. But it comes up from fucking underneath. Of course it does. <laughs> and uh, it grabs the cage and puts it in your mouth. And this causes... It grabs the cage, and it pulls it, which pulls the whole boat, and breaks... The crane that it's attached to or starts to like unbolt it from the deck 
And the Meg is swallowing the cage and like, don't worry, it won't break. And she's like, that's the problem. It's fucking eating me. It's eating <laughs> I made it well. And then Jonas so jumps. So the music hits. Dun, dun, so dun, Jonas dun, dun. is like, all right, I'm going to save the day. Jumps in the water, grabs a spear. He puts on a fucking wetsuit, grabs a, a bottle. He was wearing jumps. the wetsuit from before. He's still in it. And when then, he went to try to talk her out of going in the cage, no. he was still in a wetsuit. But when he jumps in the water... Morris says, hell yeah. Like, what does he think? Man, for, <laughs> like, he's been waiting for this Meg versus Statham matchup this whole time. Yeah, yeah the ocean map. Let's see who's the ocean master. <laughs> so, well, it's not Morris. <laughs> Jonas follows the cable down to the, ca- the cage. Meanwhile, the Meg is pulling the boat and knocks Jax into the water. And the Meg lets the cage go. Jax understandably starts to panic. But now Suyin's mask is leaking. So Morris drops a ladder over the side and saves Jack just Jack's just in the nick of time. And here I wrote a sad face. Because <laughs> she lived? Because she lived. And I wanted her to be eaten by the Meg. Suyin is stuck in the cage and her mask is leaking oxygen. The crane breaks completely off the boat and is now in the water. So it's going to drag the shark cage so down she, and Suyin is trapped and tells Jonas to go. She's almost dead. Don't save me. And she passes out. Why didn't Suyin just take her glove and put it over the hole and slow that leak down? Because she didn't see the core. Tony <laughs> so goes, can, can she not hold her breath? <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of things I she mean, just just for a minute. <laughs> for someone who was attacked by a giant squid and was cool as ice. <laughs> She's flipped but it the completely other way like, around oh, for this tragedy. <laughs> because of the cable, she's kind of trapped in there. It's hard for him to get the thing open. There's a dramatic rescue. The Meg is just about to eat Jonas and Suyin, and then it fucking dies because the poison has she oh, he she die. did hit it. She no, she hit it with the poison yeah, it dies and too. injected it, and the Meg fucking dies. Like it succumbs to oh, the poison yeah, yeah. right as it fucking gets to her. And that's what we call amazing. So they pull her on deck, CPR, and also they had used the other crane to to hook the Meg mm-hmm. so that it couldn't quite reach him right away. So it was very dramatic. But anyways, so they had the Meg on a hook. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody lives. They do CPR. Suyin lives. So she wakes up and she's like, oh, fuck, I'm not dead. <laughs> and they're like... And my wetsuit's not brown. And Dr. Heller's there. <laughs> Tony made a lot of jokes about... Her dad is there. The chasing him. It would lose sight because and the Jones, water turned brown. Like, she, doesn't, she doesn't... But like, her, she almost died and her dad is right there. And she's like, can I have a minute alone with Jonas? <laughs> I know you met him yesterday. <laughs> and then and she's like, you. she's like, you saved me again. And he's like, come see something really cool. <laughs> he's like, I want to show you something. And she's like, I don't want to see your megalodon. She did want to see his megalodon. <laughs> okay. So they come out and they see that oh, they have God. caught the Meg and Which pulled I it up. A few minutes ago, I was waiting to get that in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pulled it up on the boat and it's cool it's a giant fucking shark the wall wants to get a pick so they're like so you know jonas is gonna take a pick of the wall with the meg and he's like no put your head in his mouth put your head in his mouth and then they move the crane so that the carcass moves and the guy freaks out and falls in the water and it's very funny I didn't think and it was funny if I was the wall. Yes. Well, he was pissed. But, and jo- but then he's laughing about he's it. He's laughing about it. And then Jonas notices when he takes the picture that the size of the mouth 
and compared to the size of the wall does not seem to match the butt marks on the edge of the observation glass. So he starts to show her and he's so, like, look at this picture. Does and that then, look right to you? And, and then, then we and see... Shh, and then we see Morris talking to Zhang about how it looks like everything went our way. And he's like, it didn't go the, our way, not for Toshi and not for science. We did Aww. what people always do, discover, then destroy. Mm. And then we go back out to them laughing and the fucking second Meg comes out of the water and eats the wall and grabs the fucking Meg carcass off the boat drags it into the water and destroys the whole fucking boat. Well, flips the boat over. Yes. And Which, everybody's like, holy shit, there's a bigger Meg. Because there's a it's This should have been That's Meg immune too. to poison. Yeah, like this seems like it should have been the next movie. <laughs> fucking rad. Yeah. It's very scary. No, rad is a bicycle movie from the 80s and that's cool. <laughs> no, it's cool as shit. It was so, pretty awesome. I remember the boat it. sinks and everybody's trying to get on. It's like flipped over. Yeah. Capsized, they call that. Yeah. Capsized. And they're all climbing on the hull and they're and a couple of them are missing. We get Jax and Heller. We see them very far away. And Elaine's like, damn it again. She made it. No, we're like, <laughs> no, because she's still in the water. Very far away so from the boat. We see the, the giant Meg 2, bigger, stronger. Yeah. And faster and Heller is like it's Meg gonna harder. be okay <laughs> he harder. says Jax you're a good person what the fuck does this have to do with anything yeah. and eh, um, but he tells her wow. not have any reason not to he think so for this movie just cause you no, know she's fine she's perfectly fine her hair looks like a fucking icicle the entire movie it's ridiculous well and they mention that later we'll get to it meanwhile Heller, Heller uh, tells her to join out to be awful and ruined his life. Yeah. Maybe he's not the best. And then, but, and then shared footage with other people. <laughs> but he tells Jax to go that it'll be fine and to swim for the boat. And then he makes a bunch of noise and sacrifices himself so that she can swim and get on the boat. And Tony goes, I'd be like, look, this is what you need to do. Flap your legs and your arms. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be like, how is this going to work? But I'm already gone. <laughs> again, she makes it safely to the boat and doesn't get eaten. I'd be Longmire. And Heller. <laughs> and Longmire redeems himself by through self-sacrifice and raises into heaven. I'd be like, there's going to be a lot of shark attacks. I'm a doctor. The, You're an engineer. We already got all your shit made. I'll get right. back to the ship. We got the specs so they, for it. They actually need me. So Zang is... I'm important. You're not. Bye. Zang is hurt when he fell off the boat. He got mm-hmm. heavily injured. They need I'll to get a him... a doctor. They need to get him to a doctor soon, but our doctor has sacrificed himself the way for the this shitty-ass actress. <laughs> and then they're like... But, she's where's, like, but I'm Batwoman. But they're taking stock to see where everybody is, and they're like, "Oh my God, where's Mac?" And he's watching YouTube videos. We see videos. him. We see him <laughs> swimming for a life raft. So he gets the life raft. Um, <clears throat> but Morris has made a phone call once he got out of the water, and yeah. he has a helicopter coming. Well, we don't know. He called for backup. Yes. But so they're on the life rafts, and they're heading back to. I was like, damn, billionaires got nice phones. And we see, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sat phone. That's the whole point of those phones is that they're indestructible. One of them went through a dinosaur <laughs> in Jurassic Park 3. Um. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was yellow. <laughs> Anywho. So. They weren't millionaire. They were fake rich. 
They had a good sat phone, though. They had a good sat phone. <clears throat> so we see them heading back, and we see the Meg come out of the water. It's apparently followed them for 10 miles. But Morris's backup finally arrives. It's a helicopter. They shoot the Meg with the tracker, and then they use rifles to just fire it off the trail. And they're like, dude, fucking shooting it with rifles. That's not going to do anything with it. And he's like, look, I had very short on time, and I just wanted it off our tail. And we get Zhang's emotional death, where he succumbs to his injuries. Which we don't have any idea what these injuries are. Internal bleeding, <laughs> probably. He held on for 10 miles. Lupus. No. Lupus. <laughs> lupus. It's never I watch, lupus. I watch a lot of house. <laughs> I don't know. It's never a lupus. <laughs> Broken ribs, punctured lung, massive internal and lupus. trauma. <laughs> but they're back at Mana 1. We, as we arrive, of course, we get the little girl, Mommy, Mommy, welcome back, Mommy. And she grabs her daughter before she can see her grandfather's dead corpse. Good call. Which I would and do. And then goes and tells her that uh, it's there. Grandpa didn't make So then we get a station meeting. Morris tells everybody that he's told the Chinese, the Indonesian, and the Australian um, authorities that they're going to come out and destroy the Meg. He's Everybody's like, so going to be evacuated. Gonna, this base is closed. I'm closing everybody. We're going to evacuate everybody until the Meg is killed. I'm sorry I came out here to celebrate with you, and instead I'm mourning with you, and I'm very sorry. This is I'm not how I want things Scratches to go. from the Megla dog. <laughs> and then he uh, says, F this, I'm mobile, beats feet back to his helicopter, says, tells Jonas, thanks for, thanks for saving our butts, and flies off into the sunset. But he's full of crap. But it's all lies. He's going Meg hunting. Yeah. Because he's fucking worried about lawsuits and doesn't want anybody to know anything about anything until fucking shit is dead. And I'm not exactly sure you could sue him for this. I don't know. I mean, where, where's the negligence? Did you take note? Like, I'm sorry. I didn't know a two million year old stink shark was under there. Did you take note in your notes of what his first name is? Morris? Uh-huh. No, because they don't. His I name is Jack Morris. <laughs> and as soon as I read that when I was looking at the lines, I was like, Jack Morris is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Morris is trash. Whenever someone's last name is Morris, and you know, I always expect it to be Philip. Uh, <laughs> he is coming. Jack Morris. <laughs> Jack Morris is trash. <laughs> Well played, Carly. High five. There's a, I work with a gentleman named Zach, and in my head, every time I see him, I'm like, Zach Morris. <laughs> I said that to him one day, and he didn't get it because he's too young to know about Saved by the Bell How or Zach he? Morris. He's like 22. Mm, yeah, he ain't gonna. He's a fucking baby. All right, so we get a quick flat scene of Jonas, Lori, Maying, and Lori the Matchmaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we go back to Morris's Meg hunting. They have found the target. They have jury rigged some depth charges. And they're going to fucking kill it. So they find it. They get a visual. So Morris is in a yacht with his buddies. That's not a yacht. He's in like an attack speedboat. A yacht? <laughs> anyway, he's in a big boat. He's in but a he's mid- like, look, we're not getting anywhere near that thing until the they kill yacht. it. They, they, stop, they stop like a mile, like... Far back, the helicopter mate gets a visual on the target, drops the death charges, explosion. We killed it. He's like, are you sure? Drop some more. They drop some more. Oh, they go back to the guy and he's they're covered like, in fucking yeah, they're like, fish guts. <laughs> they like, drop some more. 
explosion, explosion. He's like, are you sure you got it? He's like, there's pieces of it everywhere. Like, Stop talking into your shirt. Covered in pieces. <laughs> Elaine keeps grabbing her shirt like there's a microphone and she's like, and she's it's literally talking into her shirt. That's not how that, never mind. <laughs> Go. Once we it's start our YouTube channel, it will be gold. Yeah. <laughs> she's just warming up. Okay, whatever. So they kill it. So he's like, all right, take us in. So they get to the carcass and Morris tells one of his henchmen to go and grab him some Meg teeth. For his desk. He says, get one for yourself. Yeah. And they see all these sharks come up and start attacking the corpse. And they're like, oh my god, Holy this is shit. cool. And then and all like, of a sudden, where did that guy go? Because <laughs> yeah. the now there's sharks everywhere. <laughs> but then, all the sharks disappear. And he, they're like, whoa, that was really weird. And then the guy comes back and is like, I think this is a whale because it doesn't have any teeth. And Morris is like, it's fucking underneath it. Get us out of here. Get yeah. us out of here. So the speedboat takes off, but he gets knocked off the boat into the water. And he's like, fuck. So he climbs up on the whale carcass. And then you see the Meg come and is coming right at him. And it fucking misses him and takes a giant takes bite a- of the whale carcass. And he starts laughing. He's like, oh, my God, that was close. And then he gets and then the Meg comes back, <laughs> bites the carcass, eats Morris. And all that's left is his fucking flapping hand. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> well, and the next thing is the Meg would have just kept coming back because yeah. there's still well left. Yeah. yeah, you don't take a bite out of a steak and walk away, right? I don't know. You maybe you decide. I maybe, maybe you do because there's the doo doo brown cloud that's right there. My horse, <laughs> doo doo brown cloud. Because he fucking shit his pants. It's like, this well tastes like shit. <laughs> I don't even think right. that. Would, no Chinese black magic. Go. All right, so we're back at Mana One. And we, we, and we figure out that Morris has called nobody and that he lied and went Meg hunting, and figure out that he's trash. And Jonas is like, Mac, go call everybody, and he's like on it. And Jonas asks Jax, "Can you hook in? Can you track Morris's tracker?" And she's like, um, "You want me to legally tap into his satellite? Sure, I can do that." And DJ is like. What the fuck? We're not... It sounds like you want to go back out there. We're not going back out there. We're evacuating. So what you tell me is Jax is going to do something illegal? Mm-hmm. Do you know what her last name is? Morris. Jax Morris is trash. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to go... So Mac... Jonas asks Mac how he feels about commandeering the evac ship to go Meg hunting. And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And they're all like, I'm down. So everybody, except, except for, for DJ, DJ. <laughs> DJ's like, no, 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 is down for Meg hunting, but they kind of twist his arm, so he's going to go too. Well, he doesn't really have a choice. Stay so, here. Okay. They get the door, get on the boat. They get the tracker signal, and it. we find out that the Meg wants to take a vacation and is heading for the beach. Which is fucking weird. And yeah. the authorities will not believe that there's a fucking Meg. They, well, who would? If someone called you like, hey, I don't want to work. There's a saber-toothed tiger. You'd be like, but yeah. you don't understand. See, under Mount Trashmore, there's a thermal layer, <laughs> <laughs> and there's saber-toothed tigers it's, living under it's it. It's the entrance to the mysterious island. Exactly, oh the hollow earth. All that garbage has compressed and opened a tunnel into the. <laughs> it's really sulfuric dioxide. Or You'd be like, yeah. All right, yeah. so. Well, they should have said is, guess what? There's a really big fucking shark and it's eating people. <laughs> that might work. Yeah. But, there's, okay. a, there's a have bunch you, of sharks. Yeah, yeah six just of don't them. use the, the megalodon word. Yeah. No M word. Just big shark. <laughs> no M. Yeah. My, great white. Yeah. <laughs> that always perks people up. Oh, you say great white. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. 
Because if, you, if you've seen Jaws, you hear it gray white and your butthole puckers up a little bit. You hear Barracuda, everybody says, huh? What? Ooh. You say gray white. Okay, so we find out that the Meg is heading right for Sanya Bay, which is one of the greatest beaches packed with people. So Jonas has a plan. And it's flow you Shut up. You ruin everything. Did you say that? Yes. Damn. You ruin everything. I hear that a lot. Wow. <laughs> Jonas has a plan to use the gliders in the sa- shallows to rig up some torpedoes and kill it. And they're like, well, how are we going to get it to come to us? But Suyin has figured out that she's going to lure it with whale song because it earlier killed some whales. Mm-hmm. All right. So we flash to graphic tells us we're at Sanyin Bay and it's Floatopia times a thousand. Everybody in their fucking brother <laughs> is out there in the water. It's ridiculous. They got portable like decks and yes. all kinds of shit. And we see the Meg swimming underneath all of these people. It's kind of big. It's crazy big. Mm-hmm. It's very scary. It starts to it fins hook on some of the raft anchors and yeah. it starts to pull them together and then sh- fucking shark. And it's funny because it's all. Um, Asian, all Chinese guys and girls. And then there's one white lady, and she goes, Shark! Actually, they yell shark in like three or four different languages. Right, because right. Because hit, then there's like some. This is quite a vacation spot so in that part of the world. There's the blonde lady that yells shark, and then there's some other white dude who is not American who yells shark in another language. And then <laughs> there's the Asian guys who yell shark, and then everybody yells shark, I assume in Chinese. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> Everybody panics as predictable, and the Meg enjoys a nice buffet. And he proceeds to murder a bunch of them until he hears, in hilarious ways, and I'm not going to spoil it, watch the movie. (laughs) And then he hears the whale song and retreats just in time to not murder the fat kid with the popsicle. Apparently whale is yummy. And so... Mm -hmm. Whales like chocolate chip cookies for me. So Jonas and Suyin have deployed themselves in the water because she's not about to... Because we need both our male and female hero. The weird thing about all of these um, movies that we've seen that are the American Chinese productors is it's always the white man and the Asian girl that saved the day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's never... The white lady and the Asian man, or Asian man and white man, or but it's always this combination of white man and Asian lady. Because that's what sells. I'm sure it's not in every movie that they've done, and I did not see transformation. But the ones that I've seen and been interested to watch, and it just is kind of. I wonder if this is a trope, and it's kind of funny. You know what else they should have said? There's also the romantic undertone. Tao Te. To Tao Te. Oh, they would have believed aqua If you had told the Chinese authorities there was ta- a giant aqua Tao Te, they would have believed you. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese, you know what? You know what? Tao Te, Chinese black magic. <laughs> There's a lot of that in that movie. Okay, yeah. so. Chinese got a lot of magic, Jack. <laughs> they're like, it's coming. I don't see it. And then the Meg just fucking grabs the speaker and rips it off its chain. And then, cha- and then it chases Jonas. And he's like, I'm going to lead it away. From the boat, it's too close to the boat to get a shot. So he leads it away. It almost eats him like 17 times. But he leads it to Su Yin, and she hits it with one of their homemade torpedoes. Which I'm so happy that these gliders have <laughs> torpedo capability. Yeah. <laughs> <Then> <laughs> like, she, they've got rigs and shit. Like, it was already there. Yeah. Then That's she, so illegal. 
I mean, they hit it. It does some damage. Yeah, it smashes the side up. Um, Jonas also had had it run into the um, propeller of the boat. Yeah. As well. So it's taken two injuries so far. She distracts it with her lights and gets its attention and then goes to pass the Meg to Jonas. But his torpedo is stuck. So then it fucking attacks the shit out of him. While this is happening, when the torpedo hit it, there were some helicopters. Because Flotopia. Yeah. And I guess there was famous people there. But they see it and they're like, hey, what's that shit over there? And they come to see it and they can see it in the water. But they get three of them, three copters. Yeah, three copters. But they get distracted because of the Meg in the water, and there's a helicopter crash, (laughs) which one of the crashed helicopters hits the boat, and everyone is in the water again. Because it's been two minutes since everybody was in the water. Yeah. Once again, I want to point out that Jax lives and does not get eaten. (laughs) Three times this bitch almost gets eaten. I bet I could pick a least favorite character. But once everybody gets in the falls in the water, Suyin's like, I have to go save my daughter. So she goes to rescue people with her glider. Stop talking into your shirt. (laughs) But it's it's how I talk on comms. It's your fairy dance. When was the last time you actually talked on comms? But it last night at work <laughs> because we use radios and the little and we use earpieces and the little mic attaches to my lanyard oh, right here in this do you have to put the mic into your mouth to talk I always do so they you should probably get better mics because some of those fucking people are mumble mouth millies and you can't hear a goddamn thing they <laughs> mumble say mumble mouth millies that is wonderful Annie <laughs> you can clearly hear me though when I talk stop poking my notes we're under two hours don't be a note poker for now. But she's about <laughs> so Suyin goes to rescue people. Jonas leads the Meg away, and they're like, how are you going to kill it? And he's like, through evolution, I'm going to make it bleed. Which is now, fucking stupid. That's not how evolution had, works. It had attacked the, his, uh, his glider, and there's now a big metal shard, and he uses it to cut open the belly of the beast. And then... Which is not evolution. The Meg grabs the glider and starts to crush it, but Jonas is able to have just enough time to get a a breather a breather on his mouth and a mask on his eye. He grabs a knife and a spear and he fucking one on one mano e megalodon <laughs> and stabs it in the eye. Which also was an evolution. With the fucking spear. <laughs> no, it stabs it with the knife first so we get a good grip, grip. and then stabs it, it in it the eye. His, yep. There's actually a great shot of him coming up out of the water, like kind of in the Meg's mouth, or like attached to his head as he stabs it with the spear. It's really good cinematography. And finally, it dies. And it looks like it looks like it's dying, and then it starts to move, and you're like, oh no, it's not dead, but that's just a bunch of sharks coming to eat its carcass. Mm. And And all the sharks come. All the sharks come. And they're about to get Jonas. But Suyin saves him at the last second with her glider. She hit a, I think it was a hammerhead was coming at him. Yeah, she fucking runs it, it over. That was pretty cool. But everybody. And they're all pretty calm considering how shark infested the water right now. And is hanging out on the party boat with the wedding party. And Pippin. Um, which, the little tiny Yorkie. Which earlier. I didn't mention earlier, but this is where the Yorkie was. And we see as Suyin is towing Jonas to the wedding yacht, we see swimming in the water is the little Yorkie, Pippin, who we think got eaten by the Meg earlier but actually lived so they're all on the boat they toast to their fallen friends and Jonas asks Maying if she wants to take a vacation and she says we should invite my mom too 
Jonas and Suyin make some fuck me eyes at each other, and we know they're destined to be one big happy family in the future. I don't know about that, but there's End definitely some hibbity dibbity. Man versus Meg, and man wins. And it doesn't say the end, it says Finn. Oh. Yeah. And all the, the names fall down into the ocean. Waiting for, right. Meg, waiting for Meg to. And I'm like, why don't more movies do that? Why do they always have to go up? Why can't they go down? Which is fun. Tradition, so we're going to start with John so we can get the bad review out of the way. <laughs> and then we'll find out what Tony and Carly thought. So, John. My favorite character is going to be Jonas. Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't a lot of options. <laughs> my least favorite character has got to be... Hmm, I'm going to go with Morris. Aww. Yeah, because he's just a dumbass. He is trash. Mm. <laughs> All right. He, he didn't make any good decisions and didn't wasn't good. Okay. Um, my favorite scene mm-hmm. is right after Handsome Rob and Su Ying meet, and she, he's in the towel. Uh-huh. And so she leaves. She looks back through the window to check him out one more time. <laughs> and before he did that, he smiles as knowing she's doing it. Mm-hmm. They have what's called a shared moment he's got out his megalodon yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my favorite scene my favorite line i'm gonna have to go with it's megalodon because it's just <laughs> it's just ridiculous and fun to say and your favorite tertiary object my favorite tertiary object is the random um part that he ripped off of his glider that he knew was going to be there so we could stab the megalodon in the eye and kill it mm-hmm. okay um, and I had a reach for that because I couldn't think of an object. There was nothing cool there. Like, mm-hmm. I like cool things. There was nothing cool. I'm going piece of metal. Okay. And I'm going to give this a hard maybe. Okay. Because it is, I liked it better than the second one. Well, my fourth watching, whatever it was. <laughs> we watched it at Christmas right after he bought me this. It, and I've regretted it ever since. Um, <laughs> you said you liked it better. It, it does get better. The more times you watch, like the first time you watch, you're like this is fucking ridiculous. And then you knew the level of ridiculousness you're about to get into, so it's not as bad. And this last watching, I was like, eh. If you can't watch Jaws or Deep Blue Sea or anything else, watch this. You don't think this is better than Deep Blue Sea? No, I like Deep Blue Sea better. Okay. Do you know why? Hello, Cool J. Hello, <laughs> Cool J. He's had his longer sharks. He was much. He was a much cooler tertiary character. All right. There wasn't any really cool tertiary characters in this. I mean, it did have Ruby Rose, who's trash. All right, Carly. Wait a minute. Right. You, you can't put LL Cool J and Ruby Rose on the same fucking scale. No, scale. I'm agreeing with you because this movie has Ruby Rose, who's trash. Right. All right. I'm first going to give you errands mm-hmm. because she oh, watched it with us, so I made her contribute. Nice. Oh, fun. I was like a fifth action. <laughs> Also, on that note, Tony and I were talking on the way here, and we did not discuss it with John and Elaine. However, <laughs> okay, let's we announce our next movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Pick listener, whoever tells us first what their opinions on that movie are, we will read on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, a good idea. Yeah. So give Doesn't us matter, your I think so favorite now. and wow. least favorite. Tell us whoever gets it first before we record it, which we can't always do because sometimes we record back to back. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. whenever we can, whoever gets it first, we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah. We might even read it on the next episode. Sometimes we check in later with what Audra thought. That is true. Yeah. So Aaron's favorite character was the Meg. <laughs> Very much Fabio Couch. CGI <laughs> was good. He, she didn't give any fucks exactly what a shark is supposed to do. 
Her least favorite Not character wrong. was Jax. She was unnecessary. Then Su Yin. How many times can one person fail at life and get the maximum amount of people killed, including herself at one point? That's the Meg's job. <laughs> her favorite scene is when Morris died. Her favorite tertiary object is the little girl's clothes because her outfits were the best. And her favorite quote was, whoa, 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 it's going to take at least 20 minutes to rig the cage and that thing will be gone at two. Why don't you just put a tracker on it? Don't you guys ever watch Shark Week? You have one of those like GPS tracker thingamajigs. Keep an eye on the shark till the cage is ready. We should be able to put a tracking dart on the dorsal fin. You're welcome. <laughs> and she gives it a Maybay. Okay. It's a solid Maybay. <laughs> Written's canon now. Aaron, you're in my book. Yep. Well, it's right, Carla's Carly. turn now. She's looking at Tony. So, I know. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite character was Jonas. My least favorite character was that bride from the wedding that kept yelling Pippin. <laughs> okay. I wanted to smack her in the face. <laughs> With a shovel. Oh, well, I'm not that violent. <laughs> <laughs> just shut up about your dog. People are dying. Yeah. And your dog jumped off the boat and just kept swimming away. I don't think it likes you very much. <laughs> then my favorite line. I took a picture of it here. Is when he says, this tracker rifle only has a 100 foot range. 100 feet. Get, re- get really close before you shoot. Great. If you want me to go instead, I will. I got this. Okay, good, because I was lying. <laughs> Be safe. My favorite scene is also when Morris dies, because Jack Morris is trash. <laughs> uh, and he, I, I thought, he got what he deserved there. And then my favorite tertiary object were the rafts at the Flotopia with the anchors, because those okay. were cool. Like, you get up on the raft... You warm up a little bit, then you jump back in. I almost picked that, like, hamster tube, but then I'm like, why would you want to be in that? Aren't you melting in there? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that looked like fun. You get to walk out it, of water. It looked like fun for a minute. It would, it would be fun for a minute, but then it would get hot. It seems like it would be hard to get out of. Yeah. And if it did puncture, you might drown. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you can get out of this thing once it's deflated. Right. And it would wrap you up and be like, oh, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. be like Is jumping in a pool tarp. Yeah. I think so. So I'm going to give it a yay. Okay. This movie is silly and the premise is silly, but it's a fun movie mm-hmm. and I enjoy watching it. So, <laughs> All right. Me? Yep. All right. Favorite character, Jonas. Least favorite character, DJ. Uh, favorite... Really? Yeah. <laughs> complained He's complained a lot. He's pretty pointless. Favorite scene is when the Meg gets sliced open. That happened in the book. I thought it was pretty cool. Not sure I'd buy it, but it was cool. Yeah, I'm sure I buy it. I don't yeah. think it would work either. Um, my favorite line is Jonas says, "Take me to the sub." Heller says, "We're not done here." Jonas says, "Yeah, we are." Lori's running out of air. We're in international waters, which means legally I can beat the ever liver shit out of you and get away with it. And Max says, "It's true, legally." I mean, <laughs> favorite tertiary object, even though Carly just ruined it, was the water ball. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> Normally, I don't go chasing water balls, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, you should. TLC? No, no, oh, you no, should stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're no. used to. No, 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 no,
going to be complete garbage and it's going to be funny and just silly. But it actually isn't that bad of a movie. Like, there's obviously some silliness in it and, you know, we have to get a Megalodon into existence somehow. So that's silly. But I think it's a fun movie. Okay. And I enjoyed it. And the CGI was done And the well. CGI is really good. I mean, it's just a shark. I mean, I don't know, you know how crazy it has to be, but I, I, I enjoyed the movie. I'll watch it again. All right. My favorite character is Morris. I love really? him. I think he's great. Okay. <laughs> You're the only one. Everybody else hated him. I know. My least favorite char- character is Jack. Shocker. Yeah. Whoa. We are but not it's funny because much like Aaron, if I had to pick a second least favorite character, it'd be Su Yin because she's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think she she's makes, stupid. No, she makes she bad is, choices. But she makes bad choices. She makes she, bad she choices. She suffers from not main character-itis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she keeps jumping around and getting well, saved by the man, and it's just like, whatever. And I think that that's... The trying to appeal to two audiences. Yeah, yeah. They want a main character that is Chinese. And doing something. And doing something. Even if and she, fails. she should be part of the hero squad. And yeah. there's there's times where she is the hero, but then for the Americans, we got to make her, you know, the woman saved by the man. Yeah. Like, there's, I think that that's just one of those things where they can't get it quite right yet. My um, favorite scene is when Meg 2, bigger, better, stronger, <laughs> appears. I love that, how they're just all celebrating and laughing, and that then out of awesome. nowhere it just comes up, and it's just so upsetting. Yeah, it really is. Well, they should have saw that coming. It was only like half hour into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know. Well, we did kind of. There was things to show that there was more than one Meg. Um, my favorite line is when Zhang tells Morris that it didn't go our way, not for Toshi and not for science. We did what people always do, discover, then destroy. And the reason that's my favorite line is because it's kind of out of place in this movie. Like, this is a real heartful sentiment, and it's kind of a good commentary on man in general. Well, it's kind of their Jurassic Park moment, you yeah. know, where it's, Ian gives a big speech, you know. And it's, the, and it's said by the only character that really does have good emotional agency mm-hmm. so i like it i was kind of waiting for a shark to come out of nowhere and bite him right then like they did in deep yeah Deep-Man. i thought about that too <laughs> um and my favorite tertiary object again aaron stealing my thunder is the little wings that the little girl wears <laughs> every time the little girl was on screen Aaron was like man those shoes are really bright oh i like those ears oh she's got wings now <laughs> wings. all right all right and you're so, gonna name the movie guy I'm going to yeah, get this movie because that. this movie yeah. is fantastic. Now, the thing that makes this movie great is it is a little bit silly. Much like Deep Blue Sea, you really can't do a Megalodon movie and make it a serious horror movie. And I think after Jaws, everything's just going to be compared to Jaws. So it's more fun if you make it a fun adventure rather than trying to go super serious the whole time. Because it never is going to work when you compare it to Jaws. Well, Jaws was first. Yeah. And there's certain things that happen in Jaws that you can't get away from. You're going to go after this thing in a boat. You're going to try to poison it. There's you're going to use a, beach. a sh- You're going <laughs> to use a shark cage. Like there's certain things that you really and have to come up. And that big motherfucking fish. Yeah, you have to go really crazy. I mean, I guess you could hunt it from helicopter with bombs like they try, you know. They do other things, but there's certain tropes in sh- Jaws that are just going to happen because it's a shark, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's fun. Like when you're reinventing a shark movie, well, what else can you do? Well, we're going to make it super smart like they did in Deep Blue Sea, mm-hmm. yeah. which was fun and silly, but made it interesting. And here, it's going to be a megalodon. That's fun and silly, and it's it, not. It's, it's, a it's not. Dome. It's not bringing anything <laughs> new to the party. But we've watched how many buddy cop movies on this show, on this podcast. podcast yeah. mm-hmm. They're all fucking buddy cop movies. They're fun adventures. They're all the same, and yet they're all different. Yeah, and we look forward to the next. Just 
buddy shark movie. <laughs> just because, but just because it's not bringing anything new to the party doesn't mean it's not a good fun movie. I do kind of want Megalocop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe he fights. What's that stupid? Wolf cop. No, not wolf. Well, Megalocop versus Wolf cop. That's a buddy cop movie I'd watch. No, but what's mm-hmm. that stupid YouTube? Um, Sharknado? No. <laughs> That's a real movie. They've I done know, like seven. But... <laughs> no, that's the only shark related That thing YouTube I can think of. ninja assassin guy who went back in time to kill Hitler with laser raptors. Oh. I know what you're talking about. But I know it, what it is, but I don't DJ know. DJ would called. know right now. That <laughs> <laughs> he would. But you know what I'm. But, well, you know. These are other like, questions, but everybody answers. All so, right. And in a year, DJ will tell us. Carly? Right. That was the mag. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs, on Twitter at unmovie podcast, and email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. It doesn't matter which one of those platforms you use. If you give us your info for the next movie, which we'll tell you in just a minute, we will read it on the podcast. Yeah, we give will. us give us some more ratings. We've gotten a few more. We need some more. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> I still don't know who we want to pick. <laughs> you still don't know? Oh my god! Just go, just go. But that's that's next. <laughs> so next week <laughs> on the podcast is John's pick. It's gonna be 1986s, I believe. Oh, Highlander. Nice. How is that unappreciated? It didn't make its money back. Really? Yeah. Holy shit balls. <laughs> I've never seen it. Hell, really? Shocking. Holy <laughs> uh, shit balls. Starring the great Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery. And we Clancy just Brown. talked about it not that long ago about stupid Sean Connery. How We were talking about James Bond and about how Sean Connery in The Highlander was played um, an Egyptian who's Spanish. <laughs> exactly. 